I'm a, I'm a white male, so I'm saying... Warning, the Rain Man Show contains discussions that are... 49% geek, 51% dude. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Rain Man. Dick, what are you going to... Tell the audience what you're going to be looking for. I'm going to be looking for maybe girth. Uh, but accuracy, right? A accuracy. Uh, head to shaft ratio. Head to shaft ratio, yeah. Uh, because you don't want to apple fist. Back up. You're way too close. Oh. Yeah. You don't want to... You no, don't no, wanna, no, the mic. The mic. Not physically yeah. back up. No, back up. Back up. For God go. damn sakes. Uh, I'm not on mic. <laughs> there you go. Goodbye. I'm like, back away. You gotta remember, he belongs behind the camera. Behind the camera. Is David thinking I'm telling him yeah. to back up? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he's back. Yeah, he's walking back. Michael, if I back up, I'm gonna leave the studio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he's your judge. And he's my judge. That's the thing. I'm not. Uh, oh my God. Never mind. <laughs> and now. From the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of God, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Can I hear Rain Man? Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. Line them up. Fuck it. Hate us because they ain't us. Hello? Hello? Day girls, then guys later. Hey, Mike, Mike, I think you hung up. Can we call it back? Spread their cheeks open and get ready for the fist of your life. All right, hello everybody, welcome back. Rain Man Show 2018, it's good to be back, Thomas. I know, it feels like it's been way too long. Very long, very, very long. Well, very short, if you know what I mean, but very long. Right, Yeah. well, a little bit of both. Yeah, so we're doing a special broadcast. Usually we come back on Tuesdays, however, if we waited another week... It would have been the end of February. I know, already. Yeah, we have to broadcast a little bit during Black History Month. It's the most important month of the year. We have to we have to support and broadcast during Black History Month. Right, Thomas? Absolutely. Yeah. Gotta We're represent. so diverse here. Yeah. You notice I opened the show up with all hip hop. <laughs> I'm doing my part to, to yeah, you, you were to I acknowledge, to acknowledge the culture. It was good it was a good attempt so far. Yeah. Let's see so, how long that lasts with Tony here. Probably not. <laughs> so, a very special show on this special Valentine's. Ooh. Two years in a row broadcasting and coming back on Valentine's Day as well. So, Thomas, we do promise to be extra sexy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was not prepared for that. We'll have to get into character. There's lots of single ladies and gentlemen out there. And um, if they're down to cheat, I mean, we can have some phone sex on the air with them. Oh, is that what we're going to do? But And guess what? They don't even have to call in. They don't even have to call in. We promise to keep it on the down low. Only a couple hundred thousand people will be listening. They won't even know that you're enjoying the conversation. It's one-sided, which is like most of my sex anyways. It's one-sided. It's all about you and what you want. They can't see, but I'm putting my nose on the microphone right now. I'm rubbing your, it. your nose. My nose yeah. is rubbing on the uh, your signature move. That, that is my signature move. <laughs> we could be like the new Ashley Madison. Or oh, after the whole thing, yeah. You're right. There's no a Ashley full Madison podcast edition. Yes, because they have Radio. not returned. They have not returned from their uh, from their mighty fall. Their fall from grace. So there is room for us to slide on in there. And I think we slide could. Slide in. I think Get we it? T- See, we're already working on it. Yeah. 
We got to find your spots, though, Thomas. You've been away too long. <laughs> He's just talking. <laughs> I think we can possibly uh, turn Rain Man into a phone sex line. Sex podcast. I mean, is that even a thing? Sex radio, right? Is there a sex podcast? Let me turn these guys' mics on. Hold on. Not to my knowledge. I'm not familiar with anything like that. If there isn't, that's like a missed opportunity. Can you imagine a sex podcast for all of those those people who used to call the 900 numbers back in the 80s and 90s? <laughs> where did that market go? The uh, internet. Is it the internet only, though? I would think so. But there's something special about verbal. Well, as as Bobby just said, he, we couldn't hear him there. The the webcam girls or cam girls as a whole that is probably taken over that industry because it's the internet version of the same exact thing, except it has group activities if you want, and then you can narrow it down to just one person as well, and it costs money. There's also there's also there's, there, there's also like porn stars that have their own podcast. Yeah, but that's not the same. I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking about a sex podcast where they actually talk sex. No different than if you were calling a 900 number, like back in the day. Oh, like I, simulated I, sex. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Do I need to have like the proper like definition? <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Appreciate that. He needed the scientific term. Yeah. So a sex podcast would be something I would be willing to get into that starring Thomas Cowley, perhaps. Oh, there we go. Talking sexy to the ladies out there. (laughs) All right. Welcome back everybody to the rain man show. 2018 take two (laughs) take two. We're back. We had a meltdown on the computer system. I have no idea what happened. Something from the portal escaped. Everything just don't talk about the portal. (laughs) We don't need that type of nonsense or magic. Black magic. We're trying to remain sexy today. Sorry. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day and Black History Month. Double the sexy. Yeah. Double the sexy. Double the black chocolate. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. So over the break, because I have time on my hands for once. Right. I start finding myself doing things that I normally wouldn't have time to do. Like sleep, eat, shower. Exactly. Usually I play video games, and I did, but I just can't sit there and play video games for more than an hour. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I know some people out there can do 5, 10, 12, 24 hours, and having their mother you know, spoon feed them with their <laughs> significant other, I'm not that, that way. I just can't. I've tried, and I just cash out after hour and a half tops. Okay. So I have the rest of the day as I'm meandering around and piddling around in season. So I find myself looking more at my penis. <laughs> That's immediately what you spend time doing. Yeah, I find myself uh, jerking it. No, 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 no. I did not, no, I did not say jerking it. I just find just myself. Admiring. No, not admiring either. Definitely not admiring. <laughs> okay. I'm currently, because I have my obsessions, you know, because I'm OCD. Uh-huh. And OCD has affected all facets of my life. Bobby hates me because of my OCD. I, I make him clean the chair off when he's done sitting on it. We have different chairs now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Okay. But and this now, has to do with your penis. yes, the OCD now has taken over my penis. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm not talking about the size, but I've become obsessed with straight penis. 
And <laughs> <laughs> not gay penis? No. Silver down, Tony. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm because I when you look at porn, a lot of times their penises look top notch. It's nice and straight. It's big. It's everything that you think. It's like a Ferrari. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, here I am with a Geo Metro and they have a Ferrari and you just kind of admire. You don't admire Geo Metros. Even the Geo Metro drives good. It gets great mileage. It gets you from A to B. You're not sitting there admiring it over a Ferrari. Right. So my penis may do the trick, but it's not a big old Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've become a little obsessed with with the slight little slant of my penis. <laughs> I think most regular dudes have a slight slant of some. Tony has three of them. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think most men yeah, do have slanty. a slight slant. To the and, left or right. Right. And I, and I noticed that the slant's getting a little bit more throughout the years. And uh, so I Googled it and it has to do with masturbation, I guess. It, the more you jerk it in one direction, it starts bringing the penis in that 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 way the way that you it's like the natural curve it's gravity so it's gravity (laughs) it's like how you're gesturing the whole the whole okay well look at the gesture thomas and that's kind of what happens when you're doing it and because let's say you're left-handed or right by the very aspect of how your your hand rotates the very nature of your how your hand rotates it goes slightly to the left or slightly to the right you're not jerking it straight up you're just not that's very awkward and weird you're kind of pulling it you're tugging it that's where that comes from you're tugging (laughs) at it and uh and now i am trying to do a switch hitter now i'm doing the right hand just so i can even it out and it's not it doesn't feel as good it doesn't feel as good okay so i decided that's enough like what am i doing so you got two pieces of wood and some string. Yeah. So it's like uh, I, I think you're suffering some sort of form of uh, of uh, carpal tunnel. You know, like uh, not carpal tunnel, Tony. Uh, carpal tunnel with it. With, My uh, wrist is fine. Uh, carpal tunnel with your hand. You know, like uh, the fingers. Just when I feel foolish because on radio I can't seem to remember words, then Tony comes immediately and helps me, <laughs> and the, the foolish spotlight falls on him. Hey, I claim to be a medical professional. God bless you, Tony. Okay. So you're going to splint your dick is what you're telling everyone. Well, I looked online at penis straighteners <laughs> and those just look barbaric because it was a weird obsession. I mean, I was walking around asking Maggie. I'm like, is my penis a little too crooked? She's no, it's fine. Was I'm it like, out the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, I actually let her look at it for once. <laughs> Chasing her out. My God. I was like, listen, you need to have I need you. I need your input. Do I need to go get a, a straightener? And she's all, it's not even crooked. I'm like, a little bit. And she's all, no, it's not. <laughs> maybe it's perspective. You know, you like mean it's from, from look, looking down at looking it, like down, me? and then you know, like maybe I, you could, you know, like uh, maybe use, there's some shadow. Yeah, you like could the use light. gravity and physics in your advantage by maybe tying a weight, and then maybe you know, like just Don't doing do squats as a as a medical oh. professional. Oh, I actually, t- Tony, um, you're about as dumb as the people on the internet, <laughs> because when I Googled straining your penis, there was a suggestion on a chat site where someone said, take a small weight and tie it to your penis and exactly. let it hang. It's science. That oh, doesn't even science. seem right. That doesn't no. even seem right. Was, would anybody in this room ever tie a weight of it? Five pounds, ten pounds to your penis ever? No, never. Yeah. Why? If you dared me. Depends on the situation. <laughs> well, how much pressure is needed 
to pull your ear off. I I, I remember reading it's like ten that, pounds of pressure. Will yeah, rip which off is your ear. yeah, and I can't imagine the penis being that much different. If you put a penis is stronger than the ear, is it though? He's done rigorous tests. <laughs> He's pulled on both for years. <laughs> There's uh, there is documentation like, I tug, on the I web. Tug, I tug at my ear and I tug at my dick. I've been trying to get a paper published. Yes, for exactly. Years See, Thomas knows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so because it's Valentine's Day and I want to kick off the show in a fabulous kind of way, I have a letter of sorts to help really officially kick off the 2018 Rain Man show season. Last year, we opened the portal and that proved to be terrible. Right. For the world. It didn't work out well. Not just for the studio, for the world. (laughs) Well... So yeah, yeah. So this year I figured we do something a little different, and I have a, a poem that I wrote, taking oh. taking inspiration from Bobby over here, our own published poet. I have a little bit of a poem. Now don't scoff at my rhyming <laughs> skills because I don't claim to be. I'm no Dr. Seuss. I was to say a poet, but sure, go with that. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is a poet, Thomas. <laughs> All right, let me get. Uh, let me get ready. <clears throat> Let me get my apple juice. Is he dim the lights? Why is it getting mood in here? Are those candles? They're scented. It, it may be good. It may not. Look for the changes and try to keep up. All right. Dear Rain Man Show fans, I'd like to take the time and metaphorically take you by the hand. Try to be patient when I reprimand Andrew for trying to pretend he's a straight man. (laughs) Sometimes I think the kid thinks I'm his big bad dad and reminds him of the time when he was caught watching porn from Japan. He gets embarrassed and lashes out. Sometimes I think it would be much better if he just comes out. So we move into 2018. One thing is for sure. Thomas will not be lean. But his hair will look great and Randy will berate Thomas's meager 6.9. Wishing <laughs> it was more around 8 or 9. I must admit that I'm a bit eager to make TC buy. So if you motherfuckers would just help relieve the tension and sign the petition. That would be great. Despite his age... Tony will manage to muster up some hate for fisherman Andrew and his bisexual brother Dave. (laughs) Let us not force him to behave. He's much funnier when he portrays himself as an anally fisting bigot. Just remember, he's an asshole and misogynistic. This is me, the Rain Man, signing off. I hope that if you're oversensitive, you'll just fuck off. I like the stoop and wallow, black dispatch, my cartoon fake black affect, Donald Trump poops, I wonder if Melania swallows. The Uh, Queen, the Pope, Pat Robertson is a dope. Obama's overrated. Calm down, Thomas. I like black folk. I just get exasperated, and I like to stoke. Even owning Weight Watchers, Oprah can't slim fast. I'm just a talking head with a sordid past. Farewell, 2017, and happy Valentine's Day to all of our Rain Man Show fans. We look forward to 2018.
was a slow burn with the applause. It was. They needed a moment to fully process. The internet the connection was buffering. <laughs> <laughs> you, right. you put some time into that. Not really. <laughs> I said some, not a lot. Yeah. You think that'll change things for this year? What's that? The yeah, I th- love, love conquers all. And I figured let's have a nice, non-cynical or sarcastic poem that's not berating anybody. Just honest. It's an honest rhyme. Okay. Now I'm no award-winning poet, but Bob it was pretty good. Yeah, you had your moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So at least 17 dead in Florida. Wow, we took a big shift in tone. (laughs) Right from love. (laughs) We had a penis story. Right. We had some little poetic moments, and now it's time to get into some serious news here. 17 dead in Florida school shooting, law enforcement says, uh, this is a tragedy, man. I I don't know what it's going to take, and I'm going to get serious just for a moment, because I feel like it would be kind of remiss of us not to touch on this since this just happened hours ago. Yeah. Um, 17 dead. At least 17 people were killed today in a high school shooting in Parkland, Florida. The Brownwood County Sheriff's Office said the suspect, 19-year-old former student, Nicholas Cruz, is in custody. Cruz was expelled for unspecified disciplinary reasons, and police are investigating his digital footprint. Sheriff Scott Israel said, so far what they found is very, very disturbing, he says. Let me I get- mean... Does that surprise anybody, unfortunately? No. They were saddened to say that uh, 17 people lost their lives. Uh, 12 people within the building. Uh, Two people just outside the building. One person out on Pine Island Road. And two people lost their lives uh, in the hospital. There are people that are still undergoing surgery. And um, just pray for this city, pray for this school the parents the the, the praying isn't gonna work the folks that lost. i really wish people would quit, quit saying that because yeah. because this is why people hate god pray okay i will nothing changed i hate god he hates me they take it personally yeah it's a horrific horrific day um as i said before my my triplets attend graduated from stoneman douglas high school and uh just horrible absolutely horrible and uh we will uh we we continually (laughs) ask you in the media who's calling him (laughs) like hey i see you on tv right now is this live (laughs) let me call and find out call uh sergeant uh, bilko here to continually put out the message you You know what i'm just gonna uh, say my piece here give at least one designated individual a fucking gun at a school every school put it in the lockbox nobody has the combo a trained individual so that we can protect our students yeah i mean my school had that if someone pulls a gun out there is no way out of it there is no way out of it you have to wait a minimum of five to six minutes if maybe longer if you call nine one one. We, we need to do something because we already know gun control isn't going to happen. It's just not in this country. So let's take that off the fucking table. And somebody may say, well, more guns isn't the answer. But listen, it may be. Give responsible individuals 
let them have some gun training that's ongoing. Not here's some gun courses and you're done. Ongoing. Every year you have to get reserted. But somebody needs to be immediately someone has to have immediate access to a, a lockbox with a gun in it. My school had a, a couple of cops. They were always on campus with a firearm. Like they just patrolled like they were part of the security team. Then maybe they should do that. And if the cities can't afford it, then rather than wasting money on bullshit, let's find the money to put at least one or two police officers in every school. It's sad that it's gotten to that point. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense because we we don't do anything. No. We we have these shootings and within we mourn for Close. a couple days. Uh, some attention getters mark themselves safe on Facebook and then we move about our lives. We go about our business and then nothing changes. These are students. These are kids. They rely on us to defend them. If we don't want more guns in the hands of teachers or private citizens, then let's get these cops into schools. Let them walk. Forget the, the hall monitors. Hall monitors were the joke. Mine used to sell drugs yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah, because they don't do anything. Yeah, I mean, Javier never did anything. He was supposed to, like, keep an eye on the hall. He's all like, hey, come here. If you're walking in the hall and you're not mm-hmm. supposed to. And then he would start selling weed. You want some weed? <laughs> I, one time I was in trouble, I thought. Because I was walking the hall with my girlfriend at the time. I, was, I think it was a sophomore. And Javier is like, Michael! I don't have a pass. You're screwed. I'm screwed. He's like, hey, man, you want some weed? <laughs> He's just trying to make a sale. Yeah. I need to buy some lunch. Hall monitors don't do dick. No. They never have. And nobody respects them. They, they're a joke on South Park. They don't do anything. But you're right. If we don't have the ability to give anybody any defense and my school was basically a little mini prison. It was fenced off. There was security everywhere and there were two cops with guns. You weren't allowed to just leave. So if you have these kind of dangers and you don't have anybody that can protect the students, maybe that's what we need to do. Have somebody there that could put an end to it. Yeah, because we're not doing anything. We just keep crying about it and then doing nothing. We're, we're so obsessed with this Me Too movement and how everybody is a sexual deviant. But we have these gun violence and nothing happens after one day of praying. Yeah. And doing a little speech and then marking yourself safe on Facebook saying we need tighter gun laws. We need somebody to do something. Because the gun laws, you're right, that's never going to taking that same stance for the last five, six times this has happened has not changed anything. Give them a gun. Give those, give, not the kids, please, not the kids. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Mad Max level school. <laughs> we, need, we need to protect the kids. If I was a parent and my school just suffered from this, first thing I would say is, what security measures do you have in place? Are these kids trained? Like in the old propaganda days where if you hear sirens get under your desk yeah yeah that's gonna work it's a nuclear bomb (laughs) but hey let's train them to do that right is there any type of gun training in schools hold on to your ass there should be there definitely should be we had to go through it at the college when the college when i was working for the police force that we had lockdown procedures for teachers yeah on that makes like, sense how to like the door wedges if you shove them backwards into the door would keep the door shut every school the needs to do between that between concealment and cover and when it was safe to come out yeah 
And so, why is that not a regular thing then? I don't know. I, I just know that we had to go through, like I said, when the college shooting started, we had to get trained for it. And SWAT What about came locks? In. What about locks on doors? Yeah, Are, no, we, they had those too, where you could lock the doors from behind. Because that should also be It was mandatory. all electronic. Standard issue. Because they didn't want people, of course, locking the doors behind it. With student. Well, it's got to be, got to have permission. Like, what if the principal had like a kill switch and like activated the locks, like allowed people say, I'm pushing it and now you're, you can lock it. Like the lock never works unless he pushes the button and then they go. can, that way they can manage that. Cause yeah, you're right. A, a lock on a door can yeah. turn really bad. We've seen that. It's called yeah. the Today Show. Cause we also have another issue with, uh, yeah, Matt Lauer, <laughs> but, but then we also have the epidemic that nobody covers of the, the school teachers touching, uh, they're students. Right. So all that's going to do is condone more sexy scenes like that woman who had candlelight dinner set up in her schoolroom for a 15-year-old. Right. It's an emergency. <laughs> I need you, stat. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day edition, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have a year-end review coming up as well. Yeah, it's already February, but we do have one planned. The previous year. Yeah, it's for 2017, <laughs> and it's something that Bob and Randy actually have been working on. Uh, they re-listened to a lot of the shows, and they went through a, I guess they put together a list that we can now go through of some of the top bits, characters that were introduced. Things that came out throughout the year. Yeah. Bob, why don't you pull open or click open that link for us and go through some of those, um, actually all of it. Talk about the categories, but first, let me set it up. So what we're going to do, Thomas, is we are going to obviously talk about these now, one by one. Okay. Then we're going to place them in the Invasion Force page, and we're going to let the listeners that are there pick which ones are their favorites, and then we're going to have our own little discussion in-house after they pick their favorites. And then that'll be the year in review, the best of Rain Man 2017. And we'll talk about each one and we'll play the the bit in question. How long do they get to vote? It depends um, when I get this show out on, on demand. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm going to aim for next next week. OK, but it may be in two weeks. Either way, it gives people enough time. Cause I've noticed because a lot of people listen on demand, there's a little bit of a delay there with people's reactions. Hopefully this doesn't turn into a make TC buy petition. <laughs> I think people just don't want to know you that way. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it a secret. Yeah. No, they just don't want to accept it. Like, <laughs> like he's all man. He's all man. He's the only one. <laughs> all right. So go through the categories and then name each one. So, we'll start off with best new character. Last year, we introduced The Wall. We introduced mm-hmm. Scientist Tony. <laughs> and Trump started tweeting from the toilet. That's right. Oh, damn. So, three characters are in that category. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we're going to go with bit of the year. We had Staff Secrets. It's a good one. We had The Trial of the Century. Oh, shit. Loose Cannon, Andrew, ends the network. <laughs> <laughs> that reaction right there may give away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mold, the molding of Tony's fist, which turned into moldy Tony's fist. <laughs> we introduced the Rain Man Reaper and the Dark Portal. 
yeah. then we had the Katy Perry water challenge. Okay. Now the oh loose cannon God, Andrew yeah. ends the network. When we post this, let's, let's be a little more specific. What is it? You're talking about him crying. Yes. The, okay. The end that of the whole year thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would put that in parentheses. Okay. Andrew cries. Oh, it's just, <laughs> that's just what it is. Then we had guest host of the year. We, okay. we brought in Steven last year. We had Greg, the destroyer of shows. Steve was in the show last year. He yeah. was in one. He read the news. He, he did the news. Oh, that's right. He did pretty good. Okay. Uh, we got single guy, Ryan. And then we have me, of course. All right. Guest host of the year. Are you really a guest host at this point? You're kind of like know. a, kind of like a secondary host. I don't know. All right. So next one to win something. <laughs> <laughs> they love me. <laughs> voted for myself 37 times. The Thomas reveal of the year. I broke him out into his own category because <laughs> Thomas came out of a lot of things except the closet. <laughs> Boy, son of a bitch. Thomas waxes everything. Thomas got a yeast infection from eating out a girl. <laughs> oh. Thomas may or may not be bi. Oh. Thomas hates his mom and she still runs his life. Oh, shit. That, those are some good ones. Other host reveals of the year. Okay. Andrew has father issues. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Andrew can hear his mom having sex through the wall. <laughs> I forgot about that one, too. Oh, God. Tony hates his own people. I think the reveal of how we found that out was wait, the best part. Wait, wait, you're talking about a reveal last year? When you were yelling, yelling at the about Chinese the Chinese guy fishermen. At the fishermen dogs. Tony. Didn't you realize it already from the very beginning? No, right. like that's that's a Tony, old fact. No, that was different. Tony's losing his memory. <laughs> Can we have like a special category for him as well? Like best old host on the I'll network? Just make up stuff and just say it's the stuff that Tony did. <laughs> Host, host most likely to suffer Alzheimer's by the end of the year. I don't care if Tony gets sick or dementia. I'm going to prop him up in that chair. And it'll be just better. It, he might even be a better host. It might be a corpse. <laughs> Can you imagine dementia Tony? Dementia suddenly, suddenly he's all, oh, what am I doing here? And he's fishing on that goddamn dock again. Tony, Tony, you're not there. You're remembering it wrong. What are you, what are you Asians doing here? <laughs> and the last right. one in that category was when Steve admitted he had a wet dream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That, was, that was so and, funny. And admitted to Nicole, he just pissed himself instead of actually had a wet dream. Because that was a better idea. <laughs> yeah, I urinated in the oh. bed like a five-year-old. You know, speaking of wet dreams, I, I had a very disturbing dream. After looking at your penis for so many hours? <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Might be. But I, this is odd, and maybe I shouldn't admit this, because this might... Oh, now you have to. You know what? This Let me get something ready. You guys talk, because I don't know if I want to do this, because... Oh, come on now. Well, yeah, it could be psychological. It involves... Shut up, Tony. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say that's the worst bit only because he can't get out of character. <laughs> <laughs> I find things now, sci I find, and I look at things and I try to make scientific reasoning fit into anything possible because everything's all about science, you know? <laughs> okay. You anything were saying, is possible when the impossible is possible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is the greatest quote ever. Thank you. All right, so while Mike decides whether or not he wants to go into that. Do we want to go to the next yeah, category? Yeah, what's the next category? The next category is Vortex of the Year. Oh, Christ. Uh -oh. Andrew calls a heart attack. Andrew calls the studio during the Does Thomas <laughs> Snow bit. <laughs> okay, all right, really fast. Okay, so 
again, I, I'm not sure if I could, I should go into this because I don't know if it's offensive or not. It involves listeners. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. It, oh. it, it's a little, like, I don't know if I should. Uh, maybe, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe what? this year we should be. We've uh, gone too far yeah, now. There's you know, a couple like, listeners just taking off their pants right now yeah. waiting for the story. I promise sex time, right? Yeah, you did. It's Valentine's Day, man. Give the people um, what no, they want. No, it's not sexy because I, I don't remember oh. it. I don't, you know how you like when you wake up, you, you don't. Lose, you start forgetting it immediately. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember that it involved two of our listeners. And it was a highly sexual dream. Female or male? Female. Okay. I, I don't have. <laughs> Bob just wants everybody to be gay on the network. He's hoping to trip me up. <laughs> I, yes, two females. And I apologize now to the listeners that their poor names and their images, who I've never met, somehow seeped into my head. <laughs> you can't control your dreams. At least that's what they say. That's you, all his disclaimers not, before he starts saying anything. You're not responsible what happens in your dreams sure you're, you're not is Legally. it some is it some of our pervy listeners are we gonna hear the names I, you know what i no names no or names. should we just leave it at that yeah and let them think and maybe that'll be a reveal for mike no later that, than uh, rev- now that's way too much anticipation <laughs> you're all about edging people aren't you thomas oh, it's fun <laughs> <laughs> i like to edge buttholes oh come on i thought that's rimming <laughs> oh is it <laughs> all right you know what? i'm not gonna say names but you had a, you had a sex dream that involved two of our listeners. Yeah, and I, I feel I feel I felt weird about it. Like I don't know. Like I, like why would that happen? I know we communicate with our listeners a lot. Um, Were you the meat in that sandwich? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a bad dream. I remember, I remember it being a good dream. But now it's kind of hard for me to look at their images on social media. I'm like God, without that's getting a boner. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. What else do we have on that list there? Uh. Andrew can't say the last name Mar. <laughs> God. Uh, yes, I added that one. <laughs> Andrew can't say Harvey Weinstein. Oh, what? He couldn't say any of them. Okay. Remember he called it Wein- yeah. Weinstein? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, diehard di- villain all of a sudden. Andrew asked if there was a self-serve kiosk at Jamba Juice during <laughs> Mike's Burka hot chick rant. Jeez. All right. He had the famous honey pot, honey dick derail. That's right. Oh, yeah. That was some good ones there. All right. Next category. Mike's rant of the year. Mike hates all the hosts on the network, which sparked (laughs) the March kill of the host bracket. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember that. Mike goes off on Bill O'Reilly. Mike goes off on the House of Cards women. I remember that one. Mike Mike goes off on media hype. Mike goes off on the media about the over-sensationalized. Yes. Stories about the Nazis. Mike goes off on ISIS about the 72 versions and wanting 72 sluts. (laughs) Mike goes off on Brian, which Randy calls the lost clip from March 7th. Yeah, you know what? She sent me a message and... and and uh, said that she called me out, said that I deleted the scene, the entire bit because it was much shorter. And I normally don't cut things from the show, but I did cut that because it was not because I didn't like it per se. I don't censor things. I don't like the tone that the show went down because Brian is not invested in Rain Man show. And mm-hmm. since then, him and I have spoken and I've told him, if you're going to come in as a guest host, you need to listen to the show so you understand the nature of the comedy and the tone because you became very argumentative without really understanding what our show is about. 
he basically did, you know, a, a, a waxing girl maneuver, like what she did. Like, I like the show and then never listened to the show, comes in and then starts preaching, getting on a, on a soapbox. And I'm like, this, it just got very uncomfortable. So okay. I cut it because of the tone. Okay. Not because he said anything that I didn't want said. Okay. That's still some good rants, though. And I like how he has the most nominations because that's thought, like our I best actor. he is the main host. Yeah, it's the <laughs> best actor award. It really is. I thought is. Bobby was going to talk about every single topic of last year that we were doing. Oh, go through all of it. Okay, so we're going to post these and give people the opportunity to vote on this. That's correct. And then do we put our votes in and that's like the total culmination? Do ours weigh anymore? You're going to vote the same as everybody else. Same we're not going to be any right. different. Yeah, these are the categories. Originally, we were going to do our own in-house vote and then take the ones we like and and then post that out to the listeners. But I figured, hey, Randy and Bob went through the effort of putting these together. This is our list. And we all vote no different. Lauren can vote. Bobby can vote. Tony can vote. It doesn't matter. Everybody can vote for their favorite. All right. And you can vote for yourself, Bob, if you... 37, 37 times. times. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we need to go to a very quick break. Uh, another penis story or break, Thomas? Oh, another other penis, penis story. Penis. Valentine's Day. Okay, so another penis story for Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, I went to our, our usual spot, Little Italy, during our anniversary, Maggie and I. That's where we go on our anniversary. Okay. And we enjoy the festif- festivities. We drink. We walk down the street, and then we're in bed by 8 o'clock because we're old. <laughs> That's literally what we did. We went and ate dinner, and then I think we were actually taking our clothes off at like 6.30 p.m. Nice. As it's getting dark. (laughs) Maggie's like the oldest young person I've ever met, and I asked her if it's me. Like, have I turned you into an old person? She's all, no, I just like this. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And we just put our on our iPads. It's easy, right? Yeah. But we had a fun-filled day, though. We spend the entire day doing things and drinking and doing wine tastings and having tons of fatty Italian food. But... I I guess apparently I was trying Maggie never criticizes my clothes because I try to dress appropriate for the occasion. However, she did criticize my clothes for the first time due to my penis. And it, was this when you're like, is it crooked? Because it was hanging out. As well, Bobby said? No, but I had some extra protrusion because typically I don't wear certain sweatpants in front of people because they're just too thin. Uh-huh. And your penis just comes. You could see yeah. every move. The strip club. Yeah. And I have a specific pair that I only wore once in the studio. And I quit wearing it when I realized Angelica was at eye level with my dick. And she was <laughs> looking at my penis. So I got embarrassed. I'm like, oh, shit, she can see my peen. And also you can shift things around and kind of hide it a little bit. Uh-huh. But now because I'm obsessed with the OCD, you know, the OCD of my dick. The splints were visible in your pants. Well, well, no, because I'm trying to lean another direction now. Typically, everyone has a special leaning area, right, for their penis. Nobody's penis is straight and it goes wrapped into their ass cheeks. That's uncomfortable. You have to kind of move over to the left or to the right. What's your preferred area? Right or left? Right. Yeah. So mine goes left slightly, but because of my recent obsession with crooked penis i decided i'm gonna push my penis to the right to help it out (laughs) so i do that and my balls shift so it pushes the penis up it's a whole thing so now i put my sweatpants on i'm not gonna wear sweatpants to dinner but they're nice enough to wear walking around the beach and you know 60 degree Uh weather and maggie says you're not wearing that like why it's comfortable 
Like, you never cared before about me wearing sweatpants. Plus, these are nice sweatpants. Look at the brand. They're good. And she's all, no, your penis is, like, sticking out. <laughs> and I look down. I'm like, oh, you're right. And she's all, that's disgusting. I'm not going to walk around with your penis hanging. I'm like, all right. So I tried to figure out why, what's so different, because I've worn these pants before. And it's because I'm trying to push the penis over to the right more. And by default, the balls go down and then pushes my penis up. You've had so much movement in this area. I'm trying to follow. I'm 38 years old and I'm rediscovering my penis and my balls and what's comfortable. (laughs) Because you have to find what's comfortable and what works for you when you're a teenager and you're growing up and and your penis starts growing. Right. And then you you start realizing, oh, shit, you know, I got to watch what I wear. You know, should I wear boxers? Should I wear boxer briefs? What's going to keep everything together? Right. And I had a boxer era in like high school because hip hop, ghetto, ghetto school. That's just what you wore as boxers. And I found out really fast that as I went into like um, puberty, like you don't do that. I don't know how people do it because as soon as you get erect, you're done. Like you're, you can't hide your penis with boxers. Do you wear boxers? I, I switch between boxers and boxer briefs, but I wear boxers when I'm wearing jeans. Okay, because they're restrictive that's, that's enough different. to wear. Yeah, fine. yeah. You can't wear boxers if you're wearing sweatpants. No, that's a no, disaster. That's a bad idea. That's a disaster waiting to happen, especially in high school when you're 15 and you're oh, so hormonal no. and you're always hard. If your if your hot teacher just looks at you, you're right. done. So I have not had to worry about how my penis lays and how it fits and works and what side I should lean on my left leg, my right leg. How does it work? Since I was a child. So I, it's kind of bringing back things, a little bit of deja vu. It's slowly coming back to me. Learning how to ride the bike. All over again. So is this worth trying to correct a slight, as Maggie put it, like not even really curve? Is it worth all uh, this extra? What happens yes. if it starts tilting the other way? Then starting all over again. <laughs> hey, it's work to be a man. All right. It ain't easy. And it's worth it. Yeah. Women may give birth and have periods, but we have... Dick splints. <laughs> yeah. We have been dicks. You could use it like one of those like dowry sticks, you know, like to, to like look for water. Like if you need to, you know, like uh, if it gets that bad, you got to find ways to work with it, Mike. Yeah. You know, like uh, if, it, if it's not going to get any better, you might as well, like if you're in the need of water. Just stick your dick out, and then and then wherever you like dick- a divining rod. Exactly, or- that's it. That's it. A divining rod. It's fucking what? madness, dude. Hey, the Rain Man the Show will be right back. Off. It's because of my fist. <laughs> This is Star Wars from the Bucket Tank Exclusive. That's operation. Basically, the headline is Mark Hamill responds after Stormy Daniels slams Star Wars The Last Jedi as the worst movie ever. Oh, wait a second. Stormy Daniels hated The Last Jedi? Yeah, apparently. So apparently uh, Stormy Daniels is uh, casting a dark cloud over the new Star Wars movie. Hmm. Why can't uh, she cast her giant bosoms (laughs) (laughs) over all of us? All of of us. Those are no moons. (laughs) But it is a cave. Very deep cave. Or there's my knock in that cave. (laughs) (laughs) This is not. Fuck you, Rian Johnson. She tweeted after the movie premiered in December. She also called it the worst movie ever while replying to a fan. But Luke Skywalker actor Mark Hamill Hmm. 
decided to get in on the fun as well, retweeting Johnson's post with the caption, another satisfied customer. <laughs> if you read his tweet, he says another satisfied customer, and then he puts a kissy emoji on it. <laughs> Why isn't there like a dick sucking emoji? For more details, and get ready for an excitingly good time. Also, if you've missed our last show, well, you can also find us on your Stitcher app. Search Back to Tank. That is to your favorites. Thank you, and we will see you very soon. You are just a douche. Yeah, I agree with so that. Now that I get what you're saying, I, I get things, it. and I get what you're saying. We but both understand each other now. My God. Whoa. It's like we can have a rational discussion now. No, I do agree. <laughs> I, I, that, now, that's what I'm saying. Now I get what you're saying. And I do yeah. agree. And I think that's the reason why so many people connected with her story, because she wasn't there to overshadow Sam and Dean. No. Because even when she was in the forefront of the episode, she was there to help develop Sam and Dean as characters. And right. she became a true supporting cast. They're, they, And that was, was my problem against Charlie in some yeah. way, because LARP and the Real Girl is about Charlie. Pac-Man right. Fever is Charlie's on the episode, and Sam and Dean are also there. Right, and Jody was there to help us understand the the underlining motive of the story. Or and, to help them emotionally deal yeah. with the return of their mother or the loss of Bobby. Right, yeah, no, I'd agree. So, but either way, they've done a great job with keeping her a consistent character and how they've developed her over the years. And what I like about it is that she's been great in parallel to Sam and Dean honestly in some ways a little bit more Dean like her and Dean have always had this I, I ship friendship that. relationship oh no it's more like, like, no, no 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 I mean like she's always been the surrogate mother oh come on but with surrogate Sam, mother with benefits milf <laughs> yeah is that a thing I don't know it is now, sure. Find out the latest breaking news and speculation surrounding the newly announced spinoff series. Available exclusively to our Patreon subscribers. Gain access to this, plus hours of additional content. Head over to patreon.com slash Digital to play. It's Weird West Sunday. Do I think it's a weird West? No, but I think it's a, a Western with a lot of symbolism in it. And I think any traditional Western fan's going to really, really enjoy it. And uh, enjoy, and they're going to enjoy the journey. I would say it leans more to the traditional side with a psychedelic twist due in part to the absinthe-induced dream. Now, let's say the dream was caused by a spell, a magical spell, or the dream was caused by some weird you know, um, let's say ambiguous omen that was instilling dreams of this kid's brain, then yes, I'd yeah. say this is definitely a weird West, but because it was done through alcohol. Catch up on your favorite weird West discussions from Mike and Clint every Sunday on rain man channel zero zero one. Listen from the rain man digital app or tune in. Just search RM channel zero zero one. I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> Geek Out Saturday. Like, the force is the force. Let it be ambiguous. Let's not weigh it down with any little, hey, I can control it with a rock. <laughs> I'm a Jedi now because I have a blue stone in my pocket. Running throughout them. 
But the last few that he's done have met with universal scorn. I mean, I don't want her anywhere near Arrow. Yeah, no, like she is the Stephen Amell, the Grant Gustin. Yes. Oh, yeah. Iconic director by any means, but he did make his mark in the 60s and 70s with with movies like this. I know we're joking because that's what we do. The idea that it could be used against the Nephilim. That whole, right. there's this multiple times now they've said there's only five beings in all of creation that it can't kill. They're saying that for a reason. Catch up on your favorite Rain Man digital geek shows every Saturday. DC on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen for the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. RM Channel 001. Welcome back to the Rain Man Show with Michael Flores. Thomas, yes. The the thing that I'm gonna we we can't start the year off without making promises as well. Oh, okay. That's how we're gonna do things. And. I think we did good at the end of last year. We yeah. we we made good on, on many of our promises. We did. There's like 10 of them that we did. Yeah. We yeah. would have done more had a few things not happened, but... Right. So I think my first thing that I want to do this year that I'm going to say, I, it may not be the first thing we actually do. But it's your first promise. Yeah. I want to do a Dirty Jobs Rain Man show style. And it's going <laughs> to... And we'll play the the audio, of course... Here in the show, but I want to be kind of like a, a documentary style, and I want to be. Okay. And it, this may be a horrible mistake, Thomas. That's usually a good start. Maybe a little bit of an embedded, like the old journalist used to do. I'm not sure, and I am going. I'm about to volunteer Bobby uh, and possibly David. Okay, but I want us to send Andrew <laughs> to. Places of employment that are known shitty jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to apply for the job. I don't care how he does it. Fill out an application. He goes online and fills out an application, but I want him to get the job. Okay. That's going to be a commitment. We're going to have to talk to Andrew to make sure we can do it. And I'm, I'm thinking we can do one quarterly. We'll, we'll spread it out throughout the year. And it'll be Rain Man style dirty jobs. And the first one I want him to go try to apply for is a, and we have a place here that does it. I want him to apply to be a jizz mopper. (laughs) 
I think that needs to be the first one. There's a place that does. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. We you, the downtown Phoenix has some very booths. Oh, geez. no, but they have like they have those dirty areas. They don't have New York style stuff or Los Angeles type type stuff. You're talking about like the the sex houses, the yes. where like you can take your clothes off and masturbate right. while the women strip. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I want Not that I know those things. Yeah, Bob, like, like there's three on Seventh uh, Street in Van Buren, but whatever. I like how Bob wanted to clarify, <laughs> like as if he's like a a jizz mopper douche. He's like, well, what are you talking about? The uh, the not the boobs. Uh, look, just, you he, just signed me up for an assignment. I'm just trying to see what I'm getting into. <laughs> Trying to find out what the what the job the true job description yeah, like, is. Yeah, like do I have to run when the cops come? <laughs> so I figured that would be the first one, and he can go in there, Andrew. I want to be serious, and and if somebody asks why Bobby's with him or David's with him, he he can just say that he's his assistant. He keeps track of his employment. He mm-hmm. whatever. Well, I'm, his, he, just, I'm his PO. Yeah, n- nobody <laughs> nobody is going to ask if you're applying for that type of job. No one's going to care who's no. next to you. Okay. Yeah, and we oh, and man, we videotape is... it with a phone. We'll keep it low key, and we make sure we get the audio. The audio is the most important. I want to see how Andrew tries to get a job and how he does during an application process for a dirty job. <laughs> so that's the only one that I can think of so far. But if okay. listeners out there, as well as you guys, have ideas of jobs that Andrew can apply for, start shooting them at us now. Start tweeting us at Rainman Digital, at this underscore at Michael Flor Michael underscore Flores. Let us know, or of course, in the Invasion Force, any other dirty jobs. And yes, be ridiculous, but also be realistic. It has to be a real job. And can't be like, you know, dick sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <Bluffer>. <laughs> see, see, we know our listeners because that's what they're going to say. <laughs> um, all right. So in the chat, in the invasion force, Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Raina says, I'd call your phone sex line to listen to Thomas Cowley. Tell me he adores <laughs> my snorts after my laugh and tell me I look pretty in my yoga pants. So because it's Valentine's Day, Thomas. Because of Valentine's Day, I figured, let's go in and make that dream come true for her now. Uh, I go to speak to her. Go to read exactly what I just read. Read it in your most sexiest Sexy of voices. Voice. But oh, first, let God. me, Thomas, let okay. me let me set the tone first, okay? Oh, wait. <laughs> That's not setting the tone. <laughs> Bringing the funk. Oh, we're swimming, are we? Yeah, it's sexy. The late night. All right, Thomas, late. It's twilight. The sun's starting to go down. You got that amber-looking sky. Cool breeze coming in off your balcony pool. Live jazz musician. (laughs) Yeah. And you're glistening (laughs) with water from... Because you just got out of the pool. Your hair's all wet. Your hair's wet. You're swinging it back and forth like a L'Oreal commercial. With your ween. Your 6.9 is glistening as well. Drips the, of moisture drops to the ground. The mo- oh, yeah. It's the only way to swim when you The moon catches it just right. You need some sexy lessons, Thomas. You, you don't swim with, like, swim shorts no, I'm on. Just, I'm just making sure I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sexy with my Hawaiian swim shorts, right? <laughs> right? R- Randy hasn't gotten that far yet. Has yeah, she's she? working on it's it. It's Thomas getting out of the water with the <laughs> sunscreen on his nose. <laughs> and little goggles. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. You're ruining this entire image, Bobby. Oh, Thank you. All right. Let, let's erase that. 
Sorry, let's uh, what's that thing <laughs> called? Sketch. Let's etch a sketch that out of your memories. Thomas <laughs> is now glistening. Six point nine is hard. That's how big you are erect as well, right? Let's get really dirty. Yeah. Okay. It's like seven to the end of the ring. <laughs> Six point nine. Shaved, freshly waxed, Thomas. Tony's very uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, go ahead. With your most sultry of voices, go ahead and tell Raina everything's going to be okay. This isn't cheating, by the way. You're going to, Thomas, you're going to metaphorically enter as well. Oh. Let's do it. Raina, you know, I just got to say that when you snort after you left it, that is so sexy. And I'm not going to lie, but I love it when you're in your yoga pants. God damn it, Andrew. <laughs> is he in the pool too? <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> what, did you get drunk by the pool? Did Thomas drug Tony? <laughs> Why is everyone in the pool? <laughs> that drink was for Raina, Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thirsty. Yeah. All right, but you didn't enter. So uh, do you want to do that at the end? We'll do that at the end, sure. No, no, right now. Oh, right now? What am I going to say with that? Let's, let's see. Let's see what Randy's working with. Let's see how, how creative you are. <laughs> Dirty talk with Thomas. <laughs> do you want to have sex after I finish this game? <laughs> <laughs> I can't pause this one. It's, it's online. Hun, I'm in the middle of a multiplayer game. They can hear you. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I spawned like two hours away from my body. I'm going to lose all my drops can you, now. Can you wait for like two hours? Just give me a minute. Hold on. It's almost over. 72 more kills. My friend's about to get online. Just go warm up by yourself. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm done with the game, bitch! <laughs> Can you bring me some pizza rolls? <laughs> and I a got, bag of Cheetos! That got dark real quick. <laughs> Don't judge me. Let me finish this game. High score on Halo. Can you get high scores on Halo? Sure. Okay. <laughs> It's been a while. Like, what, back when I played games, it was like Centauri and like, uh, is it Centauri? Centipede. Centipede. I'm like, did you just a bunch of shit together? Centauri is, uh, is the name of the villains from, uh, Jesus talk? Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined sexy talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, hopefully that, uh, happy Valentine's day. Yeah. yeah to everyone involved. I'm sure there's very there's quite a bit of male listeners probably throwing up right now. <laughs> or they're all, no, are they all going? Yeah, I wait for a video game to get over too. <laughs> all right. So uh, the Trump State of the Union. Did you listen to that at all, Thomas? A little bit, yeah. I, I hated how much applause there was I, after every three words. It was very like, and I'm not like per se anti-Trump, but it felt very. Uh, Dick authoritarian 
Like the a entire game, bit. it felt like I was watching Star Wars and the pa- Palpatine just announced the destruction and the <laughs> dismantlement of the Republic. And he's, That's what you felt? Yeah, because you have the applause and they're standing up every five seconds and, and it's just they're looking at the flag. It felt like I was watching a movie. It didn't feel like a State of a Union. There was a lot of like, what, pomp and circumstance that was called? Yeah. Just a lot of nonsense. Like, just get on the TV Say what you got to say. And it was a on. dick measuring contest between the Democrats yeah. not standing for anything and Republicans standing every two f- fucking seconds. It, it, it was annoying. Did you see that one guy who tried to stand up on the Democrat side yeah. and then he looked around and realized nobody else was. He sat down yep. really fast. Dude, yep. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They wanted to end him right there. He's like, God damn it. Why didn't, why didn't anybody tell me we were Jeff, right? What the fuck? You guys should have told me we were Rosa Park in this. You should have told me. Black History Month. <laughs> uh, Operation Rosa Parks has now initiated. None of you fuckers stand up if you want to be in the Democratic Party. Does anybody have Steve on the mailing list? He needs to get this. You know what? Fuck him. He'll he'll know. He'll follow suit. Operation Rosa Parks. Everybody sit your ass down. You don't. I'm just going to glue it. Just glue. There are people <laughs> trying to stand up. <laughs> Just get hit with a rock. Yeah, if they didn't get the memo out, they just put... Uh, we didn't have enough time to get the memo out to everybody uh, in our party. Uh, just put super glue on their seats when they sit down. That way they can't get up. And we can control what they're doing. <laughs> what? So, so you felt it was too Orwellian, too comical almost it was a little funny but i I don't have honestly i don't have a big problem with some of the things he said but the way he says everything just comes off so pretentious and he broke a record for the longest state of the union that was because of applause and it's funny because just like i analyzed obama and how he speaks obama speaks methodically yeah and especially towards the end of his his uh term his term he looked like he was always going to fall asleep when he's talking he had the lazy eyes they they were like drooped down like he was high he probably was and he didn't really have a lot of enthusiasm towards the end no well well, trump sounds like he's playing i'm going on a trip that's how he forms his speeches he adds more words he'll say one word add another and then repeat the last one and then add two more words Did you ever play that game going on a trip where it's, hey, I'm going on a trip and you have to go through the alphabet. So I'm going on a trip. I'm going to bring an apple. And then the next person says, I'm going on a trip and I'm bringing an apple and my boyfriend. Yeah, I remember that. And then the next person will be like, I'm going on a trip. I'm bringing an apple, a boyfriend and a cock. (laughs) It's a crazy party. It'll be a crazy (laughs) vacation. That's how Trump speaks. That's how his speeches are formed. Yeah, there's a weird pattern. He has to one up his previous word each time. Trump's go to words are beautiful, the best ever, strongest, big, big, best time, tremendous, tremendously, tremendously huge, unconditionally, unconditionally greatness, the happiest, the best, strongest, the strongest ever. Those are his go to words. And he randomly throws them in at random at different intervals whenever he feels fancy about it just yeah right here yeah it's very comical and i'm surprised no one has said this yet because all he's doing is one-upping each word it's 
the whole thing, a lot of his presidencies just become a joke. They don't pay attention to real issues. It's just, what did he screw up or how can we make fun of something Brad, today? Brad, Thomas, I didn't screw anything oh, up. Okay. I, in fact, I remember my speech. I have it here. I said, beautiful, best ever, strongest, big best time with tremendous friends that are tremendously unconditionally loyal. There's greatness there. We are the happiest and strongest of all people. Did you have a stroke? Sounds sir? like sounds like Mike's poem. That's that's <laughs> li- hey, let's uh, put a beat to it. <laughs> that's basically how he speaks. He has one thought. He throws a bunch of what he Adjectives, calls big words, which are small to medium at best, and then he keeps adding more words. He's playing going on a trip. <laughs> that's that's his speech writer should be fired. He's probably a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> yeah and Mike, dude, it's bad yeah and it, the other thing about the state of the union was um it's it bothers it's bothersome to see how divided our country is and the focus on democrat and republican is it, it kind of it saddens me to see how divided we are based on a made-up thing called a political party yeah the fact that even when Trump says good, and the same thing could be said about Obama. So, Thomas, I'm not taking Trump's side. I have to always say that. A little disclaimer. With me? Just in general. Oh, okay. Um, Obama, same thing. He, people refuse to acknowledge what he's saying. They ignore it. They sit yeah. down. They super glue their asses to the seat. Whatever they have to do to show their defiance. And it's just sickening that these are the people who control our lives. Our children. And they are children. On the schoolyard. Yes. That's exactly who runs our country. That's what bothered me during the State of the Union. Not what he was saying, not his pretentious, childish speech patterns, but it was the divide. And this is what's wrong with the country because, unfortunately, 90% of the people in this country are sheep. And if they see what they're doing and they're told to do what they're doing, then that's what happens. And we have these divided individuals over – Honestly, Democrats and Republicans, outside of domestic policies, pretty much the same president. Obama. Oh, yeah. And when it comes to foreign policy and the war on terror, terror, Obama was game for it. But the thing is, is that Obama knew how to speak. Yeah. The guy had charisma and he never told you what he did. He didn't brag about dropping drones on Muslims. Yeah, because that's what he did his entire entire term his eight years he's known across the world as the drone king the guy bombed people nonstop, broke apart Libya turned it into a dysfunctional country but we don't focus on that because he doesn't pound his chest and brag like Trump does because of you know Trump was dropping drones on people Dropping bombs from drones. But he talks about it. He would be talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. Eh, we just dropped the biggest drone ever. It the biggest huge. bomb, unconditional surrender by all terrorists because of our great, great power. Great power. Huge. Substantial power. Sir, you need to use huge at least once per speech. Hugely huge power that we wield in this country. That's good. That's good. Let's see, save some of those words for the next one. So when it comes to foreign policy, stuff like that, dealing with certain things, it's kind of always handled very similar. There's always going to be American interests that are, for the most part, handled pretty much identical. But where the divide comes is how things happen domestically, 
how we deal with certain issues. And the Republicans and the Democrats rely on those domestic issues to create their own platforms and to separate themselves and say, this is why you should vote for me. Because they have nothing else. No. So they only can divide us through social issues. Deliberately. And when people say Republicans are bad because they believe in Jesus and whatever, and then the Republicans want to bash the Democrats for being more liberal and, and wanting to accept things. I'm like, who gives a shit? Why are you blasting these people? That Our country's built on checks and balances. I don't want you to believe everything I say. Otherwise, if I was the president and they believe, everyone was just like, oh, everything you say is great, I would be the next dictator. Yeah. And the reason why... We don't have dictators in this country. It's because the checks and balances. So I'm okay about the differences, but the, the, the squabbling, the childish behavior. Our, if our leaders can't be adults. They shouldn't be our leaders. Yeah. And this whole DACA scenario still, still hasn't been dealt with because of in-house fighting amongst Democrats and Republicans. Both parties are being stubborn. Both of them. And we wonder why nothing happens and, and gets done. And you can read one website and another and they'll blame Republicans. And then the other website will say the exact – that's the funniest thing about this entire thing is if you read both articles from different sides of the fence, they're saying the same thing. Yeah. The exact same thing, but they have their own perspective spin on it. And that's it. So I'm like, you guys are arguing and you guys are saying the exact thing, same thing, but you can't come to terms because you can't agree with each other in front of everybody publicly. It's a fucking circus. Yeah, it's a joke, dude. It really is. And Michael Moore is a fucking lunatic. This guy, <laughs> someone, please, if I was the president, I, was a, I would assassinate him. I, yeah, I would kill Michael Moore. That's your first yes. <laughs> executive Talk order. About, but that's why we need checks and balances to make sure I don't kill Michael Moore. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, whoa, sexy time with Michael <laughs> it Moore. <laughs> it turned him on. You got turned on. Is that even possible to have sexy time with Michael Moore? <laughs> That'd be a horrible night. Oh, 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 I mean, oh. if I had to choose one, I'd choose Trump over Michael Moore. They both win. At least same. Trump looks clean. You know, his money at least makes him look presentable, even right. though he looks like a dope. Michael Moore just looked like, like a, a dirty, slobbery mess. Yeah. Who's melting? Yeah. All right. Here, here's his speech. Because during, uh, I think it was during the State of the Union, they had the People's State of the Union where a bunch of Democrats came together, celebrities, and they kind of basically had their own platform to, done that. to bash people. <laughs> what a great it, idea. It wasn't even anything that was empowering, empowering or helpful. It was them whining and complaining. Yeah. It's worthless. Here's Michael Moore. It's, it's amazingly idiotic. Marching forward to victory. Are you ready? Yes, Mike. I'll post this on my Facebook and Twitter so you don't have to write this down. Here is the 2018. Where's the drum roll? The 2018. Thank you. He's got to have a fucking heart attack, too. Yeah. The guy's about 300 pounds overweight. Which, hey, if he has problems, fine. Medical problems. Otherwise, dude, get healthy, man. It's only four things. Number one, a widespread massive removal of Republicans from the House and the Senate. The likes of which this country has Because that's not fascist and dictatorial yeah. and something that Germany said about a certain group at one point. It's never going to happen. So a man who claims 
to be the good side. He completely is against American values. He wants to completely get rid of the Republican Party, which is the checks and balances that I was just bringing up. You need to have them. You must have them. It keeps the country sane. In four four to eight years, we'll have a Democrat in the office, and then they will level everything out. That's why the country was built this way. Yeah. And I don't understand the the narrow view of so many as well. Like I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. Only for one reason. Because I see things I like on the other side. I see things I like over here. So why would I put myself in one category and then shut myself off to seeing other possibilities when I have common sense and I can realize, hey, you know what? That actually makes sense. But because I want to be loyal to one specific party, I'm going to hate on it. And I'm going to stomp my feet. I'm going to yell and scream and tell everybody we need to get rid of them. Yeah. Anybody who says we need to completely eradicate blank group is probably someone you shouldn't have in power in any level. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is the anarchy going on in our country right now. People shutting down free speech. Uh, you know, you may not like white supremacists. You may not like Milo. What's his last name? Milo, uh, the dude, uh, the, the commentator. Yes. You may not like that dude. And but guess what? He has every right to go into a college and have a speech and talk to students that they want to listen to him, just like anybody else. But we have people throwing tantrums. And but that's one of many situations that we have found ourselves in over the course of this last year in particular where people are being shut down. And I was so happy because there was a level-headed Democrat who's totally anti-Trump, totally anti-anything Republican. But this is where these are the people that need to be in power, Democrats and Republicans that are like this one individual. And I forgot his name, but uh, it just made me feel good knowing that there are people out there and we need to put them in power. Those are the people, the level-headed, balanced individuals need to be in power. And he said, I don't agree with Milo says. However, we need to be scared. We need to be very scared that we are afraid of free speech. You don't like something and we just shut you down because we don't want to hear it. He's all what I worked for in the 60s because he's a civil rights activist. What I worked for in the 60s was so that people can talk and speak, even if I don't agree with them. And now we, we're in a very scary place where we're shutting them down. We've gone backwards. We don't like what you hear, what you're saying. So we're going to pretend you're not saying it and we're going to throw shit and we're going to riot and protest your right to speak. That's not protesting. That's wanting to shut somebody up. If you don't like something, stand out there with signs. We don't like you. You suck. A lot of people do that. But don't get violent. Don't create chaos to where the message can't get out. We're going back to the 50s, dude. We, we really the are. McCarthyism. Are you a member of blank? Are you this? You're getting shut down entirely. Your career comes to an end. Nobody wants to hear it. There's spies everywhere. It's you us against them. You hate. You have to tell me who you hate. What are your political views? Or we can't even speak to each other. I will out you as a neighbor. Fuck you. Like it's the entire look up McCarthyism or the 50s era at all, especially in Hollywood. It's, it's funny that we're seeing it again 
in some ways coming back to Hollywood. In Hollywood. It is yeah. the exact same time period we're in where, as you said, you can't even disagree with someone without them either A, trying to get rid of your, trying to end your career, trying to ruin your family or social life, stop being friends with you. We live in these pocket worlds of the same information and people who share our views and anyone outside of it is the other that must be destroyed. Yeah. It's insane. That's not inclusive. That's not bringing people to, together at all. No, it's not. I don't like to get too serious, but I figured we've been away for a long time, Thomas, and there's a lot of things going on. Going and you brought up the McCarthyism, and we can see that happening. There's obviously a very... There's a very seedy underbelly to Hollywood that's always been there, and it's starting to surface, and rightfully so. These people need to be yeah. held accountable for the disgusting things that they're doing in their place of work. But then at the same time, we need to have a balance and make sure that we don't get swept up into McCarthyism or into a, 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 a mob-like mentality because you can see it already happening with various people. I mean, we need to define what sexual assault is. We need, Unfortunately, we do. I know that's sad. But we need to define what sexual assault is because now people are claiming sexual assault and I am just sitting back reading the article wondering uh, when did the assault happen? What you just described was a very bad date. A consensual date. It it was a consensual date that you sat through and you were there the entire time. You didn't leave. Nobody was holding you captive and you stayed the entire time and even tweeted out photos of your date. Yeah. Yeah. And then you call it sexual assault or sexual misbehavior because you didn't like the way the date went. That's a bad date. The entire article on Aziz, the comic, Yeah, I read the entire thing four times to see if I missed something. And all I saw was a description of the classic date from hell. Yeah, anyways, let's get into news. Way too serious. I got dark. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, try and read. I ate a bunch of cum. There we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay. I'm trying to look for my my news bet. Here we go. Uh, uh, I ate a bunch of cum. I don't know why I played. Uh, it's common knowledge. Valentine's <laughs> uh, Day. Oh jeez. <laughs> 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 Now it's time for news with Andrew. <laughs> There's an empowering new movement abreast on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chadira Egaru, known as Slum Flower, has got hundreds of women to share cleavage pictures on their profile for the cause. The celebration of saggy boobs. Wait, a woman is starting this? Yeah. Hashtag saggy boobs matter. Yep. Wow. Using the hashtag... Hashtag saggy boobs matter. The 23-year-old internet sensation says she hopes to inspire those women who felt insecure about their cleavage, which doesn't quite stand up to those perky bosoms on your average Sports Illustrated swimsuit issues models. Hmm. So there is an agenda behind this movement. Yeah. First mm-hmm. off, is there anything wrong? I don't have there's no problem with saggy boobs. Sometimes saggy boobs are freaking hot. Just depends. In fact, saggy just makes it sound unattractive. That's a bad it word. It makes it sound yeah. old. Yeah. When you, th- you say saggy, mm-hmm. you think old. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still they're boobs. boobs. Like, like Thomas could take off his shirt and I'd be like, look, tits. Oh. <laughs> Do saggy boobs matter, Thomas? 
boobs matter. No, I just I'm, leave your, it your saggy. Oh, saggy yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, know what, you post the cleavage picture? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a hashtag of my own. It's gonna be you know crooked dicks matter. <laughs> Left dick matters. Yes. <laughs> crooked dicks matter. Oh Jesus! She's 23 and she's using saggy to describe herself Wait, for attention. 23 and she's 23. Wow! And she saggy has, tits. Listen, I, I knew I had I dated a girl that was very young and had she had. Something I guess you could define them as saggy, but they were still. Tra- it just depends on the woman, I think. Honestly, that, right? I would think. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm twenty three. Uh, tits for tits. They still yeah, I, are. I don't even know. Like Bob's all tits or tits. Just show me. Some. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't care. Like no, I, I want to see think, your boobs. I think most people have their preference. I mean, that's. I think that's normal. But that, yeah, that's normal to have preferences. Yeah. Soon it's going to get to a point where you can't have a certain thought. You can't not like X. And only like why simmer down, Thomas. That we're not serious anymore. Yeah, let's not go just, down. Just let's saying. not go down the serious route. Okay. Hashtag crooked dicks matter. <laughs> uh, what else does the article say? I created the hashtag saggy boobs matter because women are ashamed that their bodies don't appease the men's gay, uh, the male gaze. Saggy boobs are underrepresented, and being upper, uh, underrepresented. Makes us feel alienated to society. Oh come on, this isn't serious. This is—is is it no, serious? It's just the quote. I mean, wow, you're a 23 year old internet star. You're trying to make a movement for Shut saggy up. boobs because your boobs are not how society, I guess, portrays boobs. So you're going to gripe and complain that your boobs are underrepresented. And, and males can't like so. Males can't stare at your tits when they're nice, and they're not staring enough when they're saggy. <laughs> you know what? You know what we need? We need a good old-fashioned fucking world war. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We need people to have real, real problems. problems. again. This is the problem with society, is we have way too much free time on our hands to where we worry about our crooked dicks. <laughs> we worry about saggy boobs. I mean, just... 50, 60 years ago, we were worried about what we're going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Feed me Bring on the aliens. Food. May I have more food, mama? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things we worried about, Thomas. Yeah. I'm saying we need aliens to come down. Global war. We need Independence Us. Day. Exactly. Unite Everyone, the world. Unite the world against an enemy that we have no we reason to We need an nice EMP to. blast to get rid of technology. Oh, my God. So that we have to communicate and talk again and learn that Carrier le- pigeon. everything isn't about you. No, watch. Mike will understand this. Me and him are the same age where National Geographic was a thing. Saggy boobs is what we were looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Nat Geo titties. I have no problem with Nat Geo titties. Yeah, it's In a fact, non-problem. there's a porn star named Sensual Jane. She has big old saggy. Look her up, Central Jane. Saggy boobs, and she's hot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but thanks to our Fucking new internet. Juggle those boobs. Just juggle them. Thanks to our new little internet play sensation. Slinky. Remember Slinky? Just, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just play Slinky with them. It's gravity. <laughs> Thank God. you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does that mean, it's science. So that means they're not saggy in space? <laughs> Exactly. Just float around. It, gives, it, 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 it uh, leads to like, uh, like, like, uh, what's that, that uh, terminology? The wind turbulence, you know, less wind what's turbulence. That term- <laughs> aerodynamic? Know, like, yeah, aerodynamic. Yeah, that's oh that. Thank you very much. You know, I, I'm oh, sorry. Jesus. I like how the thesaurus for like everyone in this a, fucking room. It's a <laughs> he reads the hard words for me. <laughs> Fill in the blanks for Mike. 
had defined things for Tony. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. There's just too much going on in this room, Thomas. Yeah. That's Dude, too much. I agree, though. World War. Let's just do it. Fuck it. Everyone's angry anyway. Let's just do. Let's do another nine eleven. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. I know, just you can't just say no, that. And not have people immediately. Not nine eleven, like with the death. But not some, like the same day. Yeah, we we need to <laughs> space it out. Eleven nine. Yeah, nine twelve. Nine twelve, and we and we just blow up like a, a pet store. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks to her, hundreds of brave women are posting their photos of their chest for terrorists that that cannot commit. With captions such as posting my low set of saggy titties, ladies. I'd probably get kicked out of my, my terrorist cell. Like, <laughs> like, that's a lot of work, uh, guys. What if we just hit this abandoned call, parking lot? Come here, Michael. Uh, you're just not, you're not fully committing. Uh, you, you, uh, I, you have lots of passion, lots of heart, but uh, you just, uh, a pet store, we're not going to have a message there. No, We got nothing against think, dogs. Think bigger. Think bigger. Uh, perhaps a department store. Let's start you slow. Macy's. <laughs> There's a 7-Eleven at the corner. <laughs> oh, no, my brother owns that. Uh, <laughs> oh, the irony. Oh. All right, go ahead. Uh, that's it, basically. No bra club, crop oh. tops, worn by influencers and models. So brave. Her Instagram's blowing up. It's don't sag in space. <laughs> Hashtag so can't, brave. Can't, can't Get hear us tits slap in space. <laughs> All right, next news topic, Bob, please. Oh, uh, do we want to get into the Scott Bayo thing after all our serious talk? Yeah, why not? Scott Bayo's a creep. Let's get into it. All right. Scott Bayo allegations he harassed and assaulted child actors are a media witch hunt. Eh. I don't know. He's kind of a douche. We'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. It's too early to say, right? Uh, yeah. Dueling press conference on sexual misconduct allegations against Scott Baio competed for attention Wednesday as the former child actor accused Baio of harassment and assault three decades ago. And Baio sent out his lawyer rep to label himself as a victim of a media witch hunt. Baio was not present at the press conference as his lawyer's office due to his young daughter's illness. He was probably just in character. I mean, Charles is in charge, so he's just trying to show them. <laughs> he was just trying to show them. That's not funny, Tom. I make it's, the it, rules. This is real. <laughs> he was in character. I'm a method actor. Yeah. I'm like Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm in charge. Just sit there. Let me grab your butt. <laughs> Instead, spokesperson uh, Brian Glicklich and lawyer Jennifer McGrath read the statement from him. For reasons I don't understand, I am a victim of false claims threatening everything precious in my life. It would be funny if somebody like accused him of like you know he always whipped his penis out and asked everybody if his penis was straight or crooked <laughs> really weird mostly i am stunned and i will not let this continue i will use uh every ounce of strength i have to fight this hmm. this now includes allegations from former child actor alexander polinski oh boy boys too men yeah who appeared on an early press conference Wednesday to accuse his Charles in Charge co-star of sexually harassing him and assaulting him with a cup of hot tea on the set of the show in the 1980s. What if it was like he spilled it? Wait a and second. this guy's never let that go because it ruined his favorite shirt. So there's no accusation about that has to do with sexual and sexual. Nicole Eggert. But the boy isn't sexual. No, it's, he spilled hot tea on him. No, it said sexually har uh, harassing him. 
and assaulting him with a cup of hot tea. It's basically How the same thing that harass- I do to Thomas. Right. Like I make fun of his penis and his saggy titties. Oh. Right. Yeah, but that's but there's a certain amount of parody when you're in a radio studio. Whereas no, that was at Chipotle the other day before yeah. Paint and Black Panther. Well, I don't, I don't want to know about this. Yeah, we went to Chipotle <laughs> without you. I, we don't have HR here. In fact, you know what? HR is actually right now on the air. We yeah. can do HR here. So. And that's why we've all had to. We're soon all going to be asked, "Is it crooked?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, my biggest problem with this entire scenario is that Bale was drinking hot tea. I'm like, what are you fucking British, dude? Drink, <laughs> pick up some coffee. He wasn't any. <laughs> that's true <laughs> alright go ahead uh, Polinsky's allegations added to those from co- former co-star Nicole Eggert 46 who claimed Bale they were sexually intimate when she was underage she appeared with them in Los Angeles at the offices of the mutual lawyer Lisa Bloom so they were in a consensual relationship but she was underage yeah yeah well that's come on Scott he did say he had, I think he admitted that he had a relationship with her, but, but didn't have sex, didn't have until, sex until, yeah, which I mean, that's creepy, but that's legal, right? Well, technically it's probably 16 in LA for consent. Oh God, that's weird. I, you know what? My biggest, my biggest thing about this entire thing is with these young girl situations is I, I've just never been attracted to young women. Even when I was 14, 15 years old, I always liked the 20 year olds, the 30 year olds. And that's not changed. Like I still like women older than me mm-hmm. around my age as well. Now that I'm getting older, I just have never looked at a girl my age or even now as I know I see men doing it at the gym where you'll see like a guy check out like a young girl. I'm like, she's like 18. I don't even find her attractive really. So I, I don't understand that. It's a certain type of mindset. I don't know if it's like a creep factor in terms of like control and dominance. I mean, are you attracted to young girls? I mean, I, well, I'm in, tw- <laughs> Jesus. Wait, what did you say? I'm 27, so young is, is within my age bracket. But there. 18. Okay, I'm saying like, 18. Are, are you attracted? No, mostly because they're Somebody you couldn't drink with. No, because they're fucking annoying, first of all. Yeah. I don't like most people as it is, so. That's why you just put your hand over their mouth if, if they're annoying. It's like, <laughs> quit talking, please. That no, always works. But you're right, though, because that's one thing I can't, that's one of the biggest things. I dated a girl that was 18 and I was 24 at the time mm-hmm. and I just was like oh please quit talking like I just couldn't I, I we had nothing to communicate about because I've always been older than I am and then like with one of those that? conversations where yeah like and then I was on Facebook and then she said this one thing and then I was, she, I was all my, like oh my god my friend just didn't like it and I just don't understand what's going on might shut down from my boobs saggy. <laughs> <laughs> do my tits look saggy? Hashtag saggy boobs matter. All right. So what else do we have in the news? Enough of Scott Bale, please. All right. How dreaming about the same person over and over again does mean something, Mike. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Recurring dreams are more common than we think. Two thirds of us. Did you say eating them. curry dreams? Yes, eating curry during <laughs> dreams experience. <laughs> I love Bob's reading, dude. It's a show in itself. Oh, God. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> Eating curry dreams. <laughs> Eating curry in your dreams. Oh, no. All right. Well, uh, your mirror article is making me sign up to actually read the rest of it. That's weird. It didn't do that for me when I pulled it up today. Let me say. Yeah, dude. It's a. It's not a... Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have it in here. Well, that's good. Can you see it, Thomas? I can actually see this one for some reason. All right, go ahead. Uh, dreams can be anything from immensely satisfying, Mike, to bittersweet. Right Simmer <laughs> down. Right through to absolutely terrifying and everything else in between. 
perhaps the most perplexing of I'm all. I'm sure dream- the, the ladies I dreamed about would be terrified. <laughs> perhaps the most perplexing of all dream models are recurring dreams, in particular, if they always feature the same person over and over again. Uh, what is See, I'm skipping I, I, some? It hasn't bullshit. been repetitive, so I don't need to be. I don't need to be worried yet. It's just a one and done thing. It was a one night stand that we had in our dream where we made sweet love <laughs> two, with two ladies. <laughs> The model of the mind is very true to the idea of a computer, clinical psychologist Dr. John Mayer told Elite Daily. When we go to sleep, uh, that little computer will keep churning. It doesn't just turn off and stop. We have a pre uh, perception that we're blank when we're asleep, but the brain keeps going. Uh, he adds that we should not take someone cropping up in our dreams repeatedly in a literal uh, in a literal way. That's a terrible sentence. That person is instead symbolizing a certain stress or anxiety we are going through. Mm. The dreams are usually not exactly the same each time, but the recurring theme is usually something in your head that is somehow unresolved. It just keeps repeating over and over again in that computer. So could it be you dreamed of listeners because the show was coming back? Probably. Probably, but it hasn't been repetitive dreams, like I said. It's just a one-night one night in Paris. Type different one. listeners every night. Yeah, so one. It was. A, <laughs> it's always listeners, but it's just different locations across the globe. Hey. <laughs> so what else does it say? So if the DAS in this is the same in the machine, you need to replace it with other data or resolve that conflict or solve the problem. So it's basically, a hey, yeah. your dreams matter to your real life. I'm All a right. doctor. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else do we have in the news, Bob? Meet Dominatrix, who requires the men to read, who hired to read a black feminist theory. What? Mistrix Velvet is a dominatrix with a syllabus. The Chicago-based master graduate got her start in BDSM a few years ago. I thought, this well, this could be something fun, and it is. It's a lot of money, so why not try it, she told Huffington Post. Individuals hire Mistress Velvet to be their... Dom, the person who takes the dominant role in a dominant submissive relationship or arrangement. All right, let's just get to the goods. <laughs> she says most of her clients are white, cisgender men. Though they are initially driven by pride, her first clients question whether she could temperament the gig. Mistress Velvet found work personally rewarding, which motivated her to dive in it long term. Okay. Over time, Mistress Velvet began doing a lot of theorizing about the power dynamics of black women holding that kind of supremacy over the white cisgender male. Hmm. Now, I'm not all about that type of stuff, you know? You know, white cis males, you should hear this. Hear me roar. Right. However, if you're going to teach me, that's the way to teach me. <laughs> she, st- she began introducing black feminist theory into yeah, her Please, sessions. please do it. That's how you want to learn? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm racist. Tell me why I'm wrong. Is is this how you learn other things too? Like mm -hmm. woodworking and how to repair plumbing? Yeah. It's basically a porno version of Happy Madison. (laughs) I want to learn all things that way. Do your algebra. Some hot dominatrix. Just be like, no, two plus two is four, Michael. You're at first grade math. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I struggle with math. All right. What else does it say? Our one client said he noticed that he held the door open for a black woman. Another one who Mr. Velvet educated about the systematic, uh, systematic oppression of black women found founded a nonprofit to support black 
mothers of Chicago's South Side. Ms. Velvet <laughs> spoke with Huffington Post on how her clients react to Wait, so that's, that's wrong for someone to open the door for a black woman? No, they started to after. Like he apparently wasn't doing it at, before. After he, like, oh, he like, would that, slam it on Jesus the black woman. Christ, guess, what does that know. say about that son of a bitch? Just I open know. the door. <laughs> you guy's just a dickhead. I open the door for everybody. I was at the gym once and a woman got really mad that uh, I opened the door for her, but I opened the door because I'm walking in, so I hold it slightly without dropping it. Yeah. So the next time, because we go work out. It right yeah, I face. did. I yeah. actually pushed it harder. Good. And she did, ugh. Whatever, if bitch. Be, if you're going to be angry either way, I might as well be the, do the one that makes me happy. If you're going to be cunty about it, then take this door <laughs> and hopefully I break your nose. Oh. Is that domestic violence? No, the door did it. You weren't no, involved. That just angers me. That's I'm just like, angry. I'm being polite. I'm opening the door for everybody because that's how my mother raised me. Like a sexist, apparently. And it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a child or a woman. I don't let doors drop on people it's rude i've had it it's done to me i've had my finger squished at circle k once because the door was shut as i was reaching for it years ago and ever since then i, I help people out helpful yeah hashtag helpful helpful people matter bob thank you <laughs> hashtag crooked dicks and helpful people and saggy helpful boobs people with crooked dicks matter, matter. I just don't understand the the rage. Because we needed a world war. Everyone's angry about everything you're in their life. You're so angry because you have to prove yourself. Guess what? If you're angry that a man is holding a door for you, you have some very serious insecurity problems. You are not confident. You're not a strong woman. You're actually the opposite of that because a strong woman doesn't need to have affirmations. Yeah. I, I always love the ones that yell at me because I say, ma'am, I'm not a ma'am. Well, cool, because my dad taught me to say sir and ma'am, so I say sir and ma'am. Now, I will respect them if they, they say not to do something. I'm like, okay, that's your prerogative, fine, but don't be rude to me. Don't you expect me to be inside your fucking head. You're not psychic. I I'm not Mel Gibson. I didn't drop a blow dryer <laughs> in a bathtub, and I suddenly can read your fucking mind. That's what you need to work on, then. Makes me angry. <laughs> I'm not in your head! Jesus. All right. What else do we have in the news? Uh, transgender sex robots are coming to a bedroom near you, Thomas. Damn. <laughs> transgender sex robots could be the new exotic way to spice things up in your bedroom. The Sun learned that a California startup responsible for the female Harmony sex droid is now considering a trans version, too. Uh, <laughs> Realbotics has been considering... In our constantly news recently, uh, recent months, thanks to its revolutionary. I have a big dick just for you. Oh, Jesus. Or a British small too. one if you would like. <laughs> revolutionary robots. Are these like the equivalent of a sexual transformer? <laughs> just, does, a just, does just a part yeah. swap out then? Yeah, you know, like you just like. Uh, and I won't form the dick. Like if you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> It, it just get more aggressive if you put the dick on it. Like because Optimus Pussy? Oh, oh How long have you been holding that one over there? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm sitting here on the fence one. watching the ranting. It's, uh, it's been a while since I've seen you rant this much. I'm, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, powered by our official intelligence, the lifelike bots can have their own personalities and can even have nope. conversations with you, Thomas. Nope. Fuck that, dude. That's too weird. <laughs> The female Harmony robot launched last year, and the male version was recently announced to be in development. I have a penis or no penis. 
Thomas, it, Thomas, it won't, it won't criticize you. <laughs> Think about it this way: you got to look at it. Uh, you got to look at the silver lining at some of the stuff. You know, like it won't, it won't criticize you. And no matter what it says, you could program it to say whatever you want it to say. No questions Wait, asked. No matter what it says, I can program what it says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You control everything about it. All right. What else does it say? Uh, uh, Come on. We do believe that there's not a, there's not only a market for transgender, but other sexual preferences of gender. Of course there is. Of course. Uh, I don't think I would try transgender. Why? I mean, what's the point? Lindros, like, it's kind of like, why? You know what I mean? Like, it's. I mean, I get if you need that, but you have the freedom to try it in the privacy of your home. But I just don't like the robot idea at all. Is it? Anyway. it I wonder if a guy is into that. It, is it like into those? What do they call in the pornos? The she males? Is that what they call them in pornos? I don't think that's the proper Chicks way. With dicks? Yeah. Like then, if you're into that, then probably it has nothing to do with how you view yourself. It'd be more about how you like your your fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. It's just odd because I don't think I don't see this even being a true social political issue like within transgenders. Like I, they're not going to are they going to want this? No, I don't think they'd want Maybe it. Maybe it no. depends on the transgenders mood. aren't necessarily attracted to other transgenders. They're, yeah, it's, they'd want, yeah. that's how they identify. So the market is not transgenders. The market's probably dudes who are yes. into chicks with dicks. Yeah. And or afraid to depend, go to a Craigslist ad. It could right. depend on your mood. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony. Thank you. I like he's justifying. <laughs> Lindros says the trans robot is not out of our plants. Once the male robot is, All right, in let's get, get out of this. this yeah, next next topic, please. Let's, okay. Yeah, next news topic, please. Porn for women is on the rise of the has top smut site reveals fourteen thousand percent spike in searches. Damn. While Brits on the prowl for saucy dogging clippings clips. So Dogging. women are getting into Bridge porn. colloquial phrase. Oh, like is that a porn thing? All right. What do one. we have in the news? Sorry. This isn't learning the- how to read with Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> the adult side revealed a 14,000% rise in year-end review, which looked at the top of trends for 2017. The new data showed that more women are getting their rocks off to saucy online clips than ever before. Yeah, because video games have turned men into like... Social retards. Because <laughs> Tom won't get off. Thomas won't get off. The Apparently, video game. I got to finish this game. Exactly. First. This is pro- this is like the Randys Pre- of the world who are like, oh. Thomas, hurry up and play that video game. Thanks. Just prep yourself with a couple of videos first. I'll be right there. Hey, honey, go to Pornhub. <laughs> Those guys have uh, bigger peens than six point nine. Oh, damn. For female users, the term porn for women grew by an impressive 359% compared to the previous year. In a blog post, Pornhub described it as the top trending search throughout the year. Good. You just want more people watching porn. I want more women women. being open about it because I don't think it's necessarily to rise. I think they're not hiding it anymore. Yeah. Studies have shown it. Science. Done by Tony. All right. What else does it say? Sex therapist Dr. Lori Babito said in 2017 is the year where women chose to express their desires more openly. Women are feeling more empowered and they have found their voice. This is a sign of things to come. This is empowerment right here. This I can get behind. Pornhub's extensive data dump revealed that lesbian was number one term search globally for the third year in a row damn women looking up other women hashtag me too do you think 
different hashtag. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> this might be actually scary then. If more women are looking up lesbian porn, that means men, women are just fed up with dudes. Apparently. Like, fuck them. I only need them for their penis. That's it. We're going to be milked like cows. I've had, I've had friends that are girls who've said that. Like, you know, I just, I don't really like men, but I'm not gay. So I only date them because I need a penis. I'm like, oh, okay. Fair <laughs> well, enough. Now there's a robot for you. Yeah. That's true. All right, Bob, what else does it say? Uh, Bobito said that the lesbians have been the number one search for fantasy men since the beginning of time. We can't ignore women viewers, though. For women that have the soft fantasy or uh, curiosity lesbian porn allows them curiosity it's cured of osity <laughs> <laughs> lesbian porn allows them to explore that part of their sexuality without the risk hmm. i can get behind this i'm okay with this Pornhub currently ranks as the largest pornographic website on the internet latest figures show that the site racks up 25 point or 28.5 billion visits in 2017 yeah, and how many of those people out of that 28.5 billion are Republicans. The very ones who pretend pornography is bad. 28.5 billion people. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. In two, 2017 alone, more than 68 years of porn was uploaded and spread across more than 4 million videos. See, and then there's the case again. For needing some type of world war. We have way too much time on our hands. All we're doing is jerking off and looking at porn. And complaining about how years of porn. Wow. And you get it. In one year. And, and yeah. And put that into perspective. Most dudes only look at it for maybe two or three minutes. We're not sitting there for hours on end. A lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> I probably put about 10% of that number in there though. <laughs> Those late nights. All right, what else do we have in the news, Bob? Please get us through. The queen once got accused of farting loudly and is trying to blame it on the horses. (laughs) The the queen is probably one of the last people on earth you can imagine farting in public. Not only would it be mortifying to accidentally rip one while meeting her subjects, the whole world would soon to get to know about it. Did you just stifle one there? Sorry, I was that trying grunt. to pop in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, there may even be a special training for the royal family to avoid such scenarios. Yeah, I used to blame it on Princess Diane. <laughs> Stinky outsider. Go ahead. Sometimes it's really not better out than in. Ugh. Thankfully, Paul Borelli is here to remove the mystique of the royal family. Wait, so a guy is actually like... Like outing them as farters. Oh, come on. Jesus, this is why we need world war! They are also humans who have flatulence. This is a newsworthy topic here at mirror.co.uk. Uh, in other news, a cat did something funny. Are people just... For the love of God, someone kill me. People have no respect for privacy anymore. No. Like, this is just... Come on, dude, have some class. Like, why do you need to expose the... The inside lies. You know what I also heard? The British monarchs do fart, and they really do take shits, Thomas, yeah. and the whole world must know. <gasps> Next on Inside Edition. Unsolved Mysteries. That's Next the time, fart. an Unsolved mystery. <laughs> do they eat, or is it based solely on what they drink? Do they even drink? Uh, I drink. <laughs> the blood. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's uh, just a fucking joke, dude. 
There we go. <laughs> wow. On I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, Australia, former butler shared a story of a case of a Thomas, flatulence. take us into this. Give us a promo. Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries, does the queen actually fart? <laughs> a inside scoop tells us that she does, in fact, eat food like a normal person. Can he be trusted and can it be believed? More tonight. Not if I kill you first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, what else does it say? Uh, that's about it. More about farting. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. One of the biggest mysteries of all time, Thomas. My God. Finally, will be revealed. Nine o'clock central. <laughs> we break central. into the Queen's vault. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know that we actually got a microphone and a camera in the palace. And yeah, you can actually hear what's going Oh, look. Go to our live Facebook feed running 24 hours She's a day. actually dropping a shit right now. It's a royal shit. Trending now on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Hashtag queens shits matter. Saggy boobs on toilet. Uh, I have saggy boobs. They're like 90. The queen. Oh. The queen's queef. Oh. That would be, that would be embarrassing. Oh. Sounded dry. <laughs> The good thing about these days is that uh, when I have shits like I do now, I just jump right in the shower. Forget toilet paper. <laughs> oh! Uh, All right, what else do we have those in the bloomers? news? All right, our last article. It's a teacher who says it's unconstitutional to prohibit sex with students. Yeah, that's an <laughs> argument you're going to win. A former teacher in Alabama is fighting for Alabama, her right to have you. sex oh, with come students. Come on, that gave it away. Uh, Charlie Jones Parker, 31, was convicted of having intercourse with two male 16-year-olds. Wait, a, a woman Ooh. or a dude? Male. Or, oh. uh, no, no, female. A woman she just with looks, two male students. Yeah, she ah. just looks like a dude. Sorry. Getting after yeah. it. Well, that's Alabama. This is not one of the ones you're going to condone. Well, well, how right? old are they? They were 16. 16. All right. So if you take 16 and you add 16... That is 15 and 15 is 30 plus the two that's remaining. That's 32. By my math, that's legal. 32 years old. You put them two together. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's illegal. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said. I just 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 had to show you a picture. That's terrible. (laughs) Go ahead. What does it say? Her appeal comes after Morgan uh, County Circuit Court judge ruled in August that the law violated an equal protection clause which afforded teachers the same treatment in court as other professionals parker's attorney argued in a brief file tuesday that her conviction should be appealed in on the same grounds the law in question prohibits school employees from having sex with students under the age of 19 regardless of where the student is enrolled Alabama law does not make it a crime for members of other occupations to have consensual sex with 16, 17, and 18-year-olds, even when they're in their position of trust or yeah, authority. Because it's apparently consent is 16 in Alabama. Yeah. You know what? You're a teacher. You shouldn't be having sex with your students, period. I don't care if it's legal. It's just ethically wrong. And, uh, Bob, I believe we have one last news topic going to take us through. We put it in there. Uh, watchdog, the Army bottom. Watchdog. Oh. Yeah, you're missing a lot of news topics. I'm just Sorry going with it. All right. Uh, Army Watchdog <laughs> raped for allegedly groping women, criticizing. Raped? 
He wait, he was wait, wait hold oh. on reread that. <laughs> wait wait what? Arby Watchdog was raped one woman. I think that we all clearly know <laughs> yeah. what we have to do. Yeah, Jesus, we got a rape. Tony him. bring in the fist. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the 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 price the penalty is is a fisting. There's, there's only one way to deal with this man. <laughs> we must all rape him. Yes. Uh, Go ahead, Bob. Sends him to a fist ring. <laughs> Poor Bobby must like torture because he continues to volunteer for the news. It's just like one of those things. I really like, thought that was the headline. I, yeah, I read it that way. It right. sounded good. All right, go ahead. Continue, please. Uh, a senior civilian in the Army Inspector General's office sexually harassed employees and made racially charged comments talking about the belly fat of women, according to the Pentagon report <laughs> released Wednesday <laughs> that called for him Jesus to be disciplined. Christ. The Pentagon is dealing with this. That's what they do there. The fucking Pentagon. That's how they toughen them up in the military. Hey, you. Yeah, you. With the tits. <laughs> Your belly is way too big. Do some jumping jacks. Make sure those saggy boobs bounce. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, you over there, the Jew. Yeah, you. Talking to you. Don't try to steal my money. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? Go ahead. Uh, Joseph Guzalowski. Denied you over there. Dubby, go back to school. <laughs> denied all allegations. Learn how to read and then join this military. <laughs> we do not allow idiots in our army. Denied or all- women with cellulite <laughs> on their ass cheeks. Maybe one or two dimples, but more than two dimples, they're out. Go ahead. As denied all allegations, according to the report, the Pentagon's inspector general sided with the four women who complained about the sexist, racist, and boorish behavior. The inspector general... Thomas, define boorish. They look like pigs? Uh, being a brute, being a pig, being a, a douchebag, but more I think I would. I think I would like to be called boorish. I think I'm going to tell Maggie to put that into her arsenal of insults. Call me boorish. And I have a crooked, boorish penis. Say it. Hey, you over there. I can tell you Mexican 5'9 when you're crooked keen. <laughs> you don't allow the likes of you in this military. Only straight penis are here in this country's powerful military. What else does it say? The inspector general concluded that his overall course of conduct towards employees discussed in this report exhibited a failure to treat them with dignity and respect. It seems like this guy was like the old school, old school, like the old school drill instructor. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy, uh, I can never remember the actor's name, but the beginning of full metal jacket. Yeah. Like that's what he sounds like. Yeah. And, and this is apparently a huge deal because our country has no other problems we are currently reviewing the results of the investigation to determine appropriate actions said lieutenant colonel jason brown an army spokesperson all right everybody uh if you were six foot uh fair-skinned slim have abs of steel uh, please line up over here and if you um are from a if your roots are from the uh, homeland of the Israelites, uh, please over come over to the left side. Oh, uh, we have a shower waiting for oh, you. Oh, my God. Uh, also, Mexicans, yes, no, we, we have a place uh, down south for you guys as well. Uh, we, we're putting together our own special fort. 
That's and, why you'll notice all the walls. Yes, it's uh, you, it's going to be very safe. You guys are going to not see a lot of combat because it will be behind a wall. <laughs> and uh, women with uh, belly fat, come on. I mean, this is 2018. We're dealing. I mean, come on. You got to look attractive. Come on. Step tits. it up. Double time. We got to make America great again. Yes, sir. Tony's Tony's happy to serve General Mike. Yawal. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Zowski and the women had drinks at a restaurant near the Pentagon after work in 2012, the report says. He drove her home and then gave her an unwanted kiss. I just want to have the strongest military force in the world. And so you want to pick specific people based on. I want all the bad DNA human specimens in this military. Only people that look like Thomas. (laughs) However, Thomas needs to lose some weight, too much belly fat, and saggy boobs. Run up that hill, sir. Extra laps, please. I like how Tony's just like volunteered to be the sergeant for this uh, entire Thomas army. Thomas Kelly, please give us some extra laps. I'll get yes. right on that. And Stop the talking and start marching. <laughs> and when you do it, I want it to look sexy. Make it look sexy, Thomas. <laughs> get up that hill, boy. Okay. Okay, Stop. this is getting southern now. Stop yelling, please. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I would love to be a drill sergeant. I, you would not You'd last. You'd be fired in a minute. Yeah, you wouldn't even last a day. I, oh, Jesus, we're ending the show, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no news. <laughs> All right, so we are done. Done with today's show, but I can't bring up my music. I'm, geez, Thomas. No, no more two months. I know. That, apparently, that's the threshold. Yeah, so... We are done for today's return broadcast. However, we do have a no-talent non-autistic post show with Bob momentarily. There we go. Thanks, everybody. And I love Juice. And also, I want to thank Thomas, Bobby, Tony, AV, and Tabby as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Tony Sabal and Thomas Cowley, Andrew Spindler with the news, audio guru Dustin Lucas, produced by Michael Flores and Dustin Lucas. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital broadcast production. For all things Rain Man, go to rainmanshow.com. Is a piece of crap. My fashion sense is a little whack, and my friends are just as cruel as me. I didn't go to boarding schools. Preppy girls never looked at me. Why should they? I ain't nobody. Got nothing in my pocket. 
Hello and welcome to the ultra-talented, non-autistic post-show with me, Bobby D, and I'm joined with Thomas and Tony. Yo, yo, yo. First <sighs> show back. Yes. <laughs> what a doozy. And, yeah. and it ran so smoothly. <laughs> you dick. It's like riding a bike. Get right back on it. After Can't. you fall a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like Skin riding and a bike go. without the seat. So uh, we came back and we uh, had some technical difficulties, which is but that's normal. that's you know that's trademark at this point. Yeah, yeah it's normal. It's like a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's the it's the never ending bit. Yeah. <laughs> we so came back on Valentine's Day. Yeah, again, second year in a row. Are we going to continue this trend going forward? Maybe it could work. Just every day, we just keep moving it forward. One day. Yeah. And, you know, we made it through out and like without mentioning Andrew so much as I was trying to make bets with the listeners. Yeah. You know, uh, that he would uh, vortex us somehow, but indirectly, even though he's not here, even though he's not here. Thomas was sure of it. I was sure of it. It almost happened before the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Mike held back. I was impressed. So we had a lot to cover, uh, including we are now having our end of the year awards. So is this going to be like a new recurring thing? I, if it if it turns out right, yeah, if I think it so. Well, it's, well, you it's, know, the Oscars are held in March, so why can't we hold our award ceremony around the same time, you know? Yeah, it, I mean, it's we have our time limit. We know what it is. And I want to thank Randy for helping me out with so much research and work that, you know, because I can only remember so much. She literally listened to every episode again. That's dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. And so we'll be posting those on the Invasion Force out there. And, you know, go ahead and vote for me for uh, <laughs> guest host of the year, which I'm really not a guest. I think, you, but I I think you, you're going to get that one, yeah, I think. probably. But uh, what are your guys' favorite categories that came out of that? Well, of course, I'm a little biased with my own category because it's about me. Um, which one? Which one of your categories would hurt you the most to win for? See, if I say it, that's what I'll win for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to set you up. Uh, uh, it would probably will be the yeast infection bit. You think the yeast yeah. beast is the? I think yeast beast is going to make a return. I also i i liked <laughs> i liked Tony's not because of what was nominated, but because of the clear winner and the fact that he didn't remember the fact <laughs> that we talked about it on air. <laughs> like you really did go to another place, like a true Vietnam War vet PTSD. Charlie's in the bushes, like. And didn't remember the entire conversation that we lost control of the show when that happened for a solid 10 minutes. I, I, I forgot for a moment that we, that I had mentioned about the incident in uh, San Diego, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, one, the, uh, the statutes of limitations are already passed. <laughs> so it's like, uh, they can't bust me any longer, you know? And, uh, and, uh, yeah, and I'm getting up there. I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, like I said, you know, like it's a, it's a mixture of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's where the brain suffers Parkinson's, you know, it just shakes in your skull. Yeah. It's, it's inflicting the concussions by itself. Tony (laughs) suffers from adult baby shaking syndrome. Shaking brain syndrome. I just like how you didn't go, you know, I thought I talked about it off air or that it was a break or a Patreon. No, you're just like, yeah, I'm old. (laughs) Yeah. I'm fucking old. Went yeah. straight for it. I, I admire it. that. I accept it. And I think, of course, Mike's rant, which one of that will win. Yeah. And I, of, of course, he's like the 
like best like movie best actor yeah. or best picture yeah because he's you know that's why we have nine i think yeah different just things like for him. it's just like the oscars the, so, there's so many good ones out there we couldn't reduce it down so do we have to dress up in tuxedos for the oscar night just bow ties just just yes. bow ties <laughs> <laughs> i think it'll be good so thomas's penis was probably one of the most talked topics of last year. Yeah. And uh Mike has come on in 2018 to and bring he up his, it to him. Yeah. His dick. <laughs> he wants his dick to be the star this year. He was jealous of your penis. Apparently. Yeah. You know, it's it may quote only be 6.9, but apparently it got enough attention for some jealousy. <laughs> and and, uh, and apparently there's a certain specific angle that it's going on right now, you know, like there might have to be some <laughs> trigonometry and geometry i think we'll have to like figure out using a uh pythagorean theorem you know like to figure Pythagore- out <laughs> pythagorean theorem is what you- <laughs> my god well, figuring out right angles pythagoras and, uh, have you published the Pica- Pica- yeah, the picadillo theorem yeah exactly it'll be part of my uh brief history of time you know book which you're an idiot <laughs> i swear to god we need i want scientist tony's research papers like a novel about just the nonsense yeah you know but but you know yeah we 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 found out that mike's going at a certain angle he he feels his is crooked and he wants to correct that and on top of that he thinks it's an affliction i mean is it worth splinting and doing all the work i think this is a great example of why we can't take too long of a break because he gets so distracted with this shit is there i think the weights and gravity might help. i do i disagree wholeheartedly with that statement uh, it's it's called squats you know a kegels i think should go through kegels it's it, not gonna help so Mike's going to squeeze his insides and make his penis straight. Yeah, it's not going to change dick orientation. <laughs> well, you never know. That muscle is a lot more longer than what you guys think. Oh, it, it, is it inside, the longest muscle in the body? Inside. When oh. it goes inside the body, the muscle's I don't, a little bit I more don't long. want med student Tony right now. <laughs> it's a proven fact. Do you think he'll be successful in this endeavor? No, because I know Mike well enough that it all of a sudden it will crank the other way, and then he'll just start like log rolling it, hoping that it goes straight. <laughs> oh. Maybe he might have to start walking at a slant, and it'll straighten out the angle. You I know? was amazed at the amount of work he put into research on that. Yeah, so and it's a good thing we don't have HR here. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. You know, we didn't get into this in the show, but I'm going to take our time to get in this because Jesse asked a question for scientist Tony about is staring at boobs one of the six easiest way for men to live longer? And you said you would you had I've an heard answer that, that research. I've it's heard proven, people talk about that proven research. So why does staring at boobs help men live longer? And well, like, does it matter if they're saggy titties or not? Because that oh, came up today a lot matter. too. I, I, I thought that at first, you know, like uh, that might be a good lead-in because of the sag sagging breast. But you know, you have to look at it uh, from a couple points of view. You know, because one is more psychological <laughs> and, and psychological and mental. You know, like uh, okay. there's a lot of there's a there's a there's a lot of uh, uh, Freudian. You know, like uh, Freudianism. You know, like uh, that lurks in the back. <laughs> Of everyone's mind regarding like looking at the breasts, but I like to look at it more scientifically and sort of like, 
like uh, in layman's terms, trying to get from point A to point B uh, while crossing C, D, E, F, and G. Are we talking about tit size? Are yeah. we connecting the dots on freckles here or some <laughs> shit across now, now the look at it. Now look at it this way. Now look at it this way. Now we all know that breasts produce milk. Okay. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Follow along with me, Thomas. I'm I, here. I'm okay. on board. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have nipples, hellish, fucker. Right. Okay. Yeah. So breasts produce milk. And then, so what is in milk that 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 definitely is beneficial vitamins vitamins and minerals okay, okay? vitamins and there's vitamins and minerals in milk so and and what do they always say about uh, especially young kids when they're growing up you know drink a lot of milk this is this and then, you is know like the more milk you drink the more stronger you become okay True? Am I, am I true so far? Uh, okay. I'm not I am say absolutely yes no. true. Is this, like, this is proven scientific theory. Is there a cliff note version of this? So, you know, like. <laughs> and that translates to adult how. What people don't know is that, you know, milk can also be a good conductor. You know, like, uh, in terms of, like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, in terms of the essence of milk, you know, like, uh, I, we, I could, we could steam milk. Know. Okay. And milk can become like vapor. So, you know, like this uh, vapor, you know, the bigger the tits, the bigger the possible uh, uh, chances of vapor, especially with the amount of heat. I'm, I'm almost regretting giving him an open this mic. This gone completely. <laughs> why, why would somebody I'm, live longer? Yes. Well, because of the- oh, 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 hold on. We'll have to come back to this one yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> this his lab going out of control. Yeah. We have to close down the science lab here. Yeah, there's not enough time. Not enough time. I need to bring in charts. I need to bring in, uh, like, uh, video. Bobby, we got to leave now. This place is going to blow up. Oh, my gosh. I'm worried. And I, I do have to say, you know, like, there are proven formulas, you know, like, <laughs> machine <laughs> machine learning. Uh, you've heard of, uh, you know, the, uh, the the IBM Big Blue Computer. You know, like, it has that the Big Blue Computer there's was no created. I don't even know how to, like, I can't push the button. I'm over here. Um, so Mike brought us back in a completely different way this year. Last year, we opened up the portal and we had a sacrifice and then Mike got his hallmark on and wrote us all a poem. I, I, I thought that was a good gesture because of how poorly a lot of things went last year from our (laughs) dark magic dealings. Uh huh. So I think this going a complete 180 seems like a pretty good idea. See how it works out. And then we'll have you know, two examples and then we can go into 2019, hopefully with some more data. I have no idea, but uh, hey, it can't fucking hurt. Right. What did you think of this poem? I, I appreciated how he had individual bits for each one of us. Uh huh. Um, I, I, the music was perfect. The rhyming was pretty good at points, but I, I lost it a little bit. I, I thought it was pretty good though. Yeah. So again, Mike's penis came up a lot. Right. This is apparently the new guest star. Yeah, exactly. It'll win 2018 guest of the year. (laughs) Are there certain things of clothing that you don't wear out in public because you're afraid to show too much? Whether it's like... Like pants like you did with sweatpants? Yeah. Like I don't want my dick outline to be everywhere. Well, I I don't have that problem, so I'm asking the dude with the giant rod. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would never wear... Bas- uh, boxers with basketball shorts out in public. I'd wear briefs or something to contain more. I don't wear sweatpants ever 
as it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, outside of my work attire, I usually wear jeans, so I don't really have that much of an issue with things being, you know, free willy being let loose necessarily. <laughs> but I can understand that because if when I'm in the gym, if I don't have the right underwear for the gym. I'm like, Ooh, this is, I don't want to flash. Everybody. So what I'm hearing here is you don't have the right underwear for the gym. Cause you're fat as fuck. Okay. That's what you could <laughs> take from it. I said, I do have the right underwear, but if I didn't, for I got, whatever reason, I wouldn't, I almost feel bad. I've been spending two days of just ripping. I know it's, it's over and over, you know, again. but he's going to get me back in the gym. Yeah. And that's what we all want. Yeah. And by that, I mean, Randy, everybody wants, <laughs> he has too much belly fat. <laughs> everybody wants British, the- British transgender robot agrees. So you also kind of did a personal love thing. I did. It got steamy. I like fat dicks, but not bellies. <laughs> Again, thank you, transgender robot. British transgender robot. Do, do you find a Do you think you have a career in that? Uh, you know, as a backup career, if everything ever goes to hell, I was going to go. Are you going to bring sort of, the phone sex operator back? I might, you know, go with Mike's idea with that whole, you know, phone or radio sex operator uh-huh. or sex audible, that kind of thing. If he wants to launch that and, you know, shit goes sideways at the current job I have, why not? Give it a shot. So if, if you guys Flat want. operator. 911, more like it. <laughs> I may have some work issues with some of the other employees. So uh, I'm going to give our listeners an opportunity for Thomas oh, to continue Lord. the sexy reading. If you want, I can get Thomas. You can email me at <laughs> bdoherty at rainmandigitalmedia.com. And we'll set up some sexy time for Thomas. To do personalized I think Thomas's belly fat should be a character. Oh, wow. <laughs> Does it talk? It does not talk. No. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty I bet you we sure. can make it talk. <laughs> uh, so, so what are you looking forward to in 2018? Like, what do you want more of? You know, for the Rain Man show, we did a really good job last year, I think. You know, not to just blow ourselves or pat ourselves on the back too much, but pulling off all those stunts at the end of the year with the organized bits mm-hmm. in just a few days, really a few weeks to prep even. We did a pretty good job. So I'd like to see more of that come to light this year, some more planned content. And we have a little bit of that with Mike wanting to send Andrew off on dirty jobs, which I love the idea. I don't know if we're going to have legal issues with that, but it'll be great either way. Yeah. And I had no clue. It's always one of those things where... I heard right before the show about the dirty jobs thing. And right. it's like, I'm sending Andrew and Bobby. I was like, I have no fucking clue what he's doing. I can't wait to see that shit. Well, that's the music. So that's it for me. And, uh, Andrew Thanks should for showing be, up, Bob. Yeah, Andrew should be back next week with Maybe. horrible reading and vortexes. <laughs> Where I come from isn't all that great. My automobile is a piece of crap. My fashion sense is a little whack. And my friends are just as... <laughs>